Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You ever get to a point where it's like, all right, you wait all day to eat. Let's say you're working or some shit and you don't have time to catch lunch, anything like that. Today. But then when you get home, you got to cook your meal and all that. Yeah. And once you cook Today. it, you can't finish the motherfucker. But you was Today. hungry. Starving. Hungry. Your stomach. You, came f- you know, your stomach shrinks after a while. When oh, you, really? you hit yeah. that second wind. That's what I call it. You hit the yeah. second wind. Your stomach is like reset. It's like, all right, I guess nothing's happening. It's like, right, I'll just Let me get it from someplace <laughs> else. Right. Let me get uh. it from someplace else. But it's not a good look. Like, depending on how, much, how many calories you even have, you start getting that no, headache. No, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, the headache um, is the real. Fasting is, is actually good for you, bro. I get almost 3K a day. On days I'm yeah. training, I go for, I go for four. Yeah. On, I days, I on days I'm training, like today. That's why I got two more of those pockets. Yeah, yeah. I fast at least once a week. That's that's How many day. days you, you hit the there? weights or the calories or both? Uh, MMA. MMA. Oh yeah. Phew. Go ahead. Oh, yes, sir. Salute. Yeah. I hit people. Salute. <laughs> yes, sir. So like. Said, fuck that. I, you I, ever I ate like weight. half? I hit people, meal, nigga. And then you go do like something to burn it off and then finish up the rest. I don't like to eat bef- right before I train. That bothers me. I don't like to go into training with a full stomach. Mm. God forbid you take a shot to uh-huh. the kidney yeah. or something to the to the solar plexus. A nigga hits you with a teep. And what you want? You throw up after that, right? It, it if you don't, you're gonna feel like yeah. you, you shit it's yourself. Hurt. It's gonna hurt. That that I've never done. I've gotten closer to puking than I have shitting mm. myself. Yeah. But I've seen both. Yeah. Let man. a heavyweight hit you in the liver, that should have stopped You, ever, you ever farted yeah, from the stomach shot? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck it. I farted for being around a cute girl before. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anxiety was fucking me up. I had bubble guts in my stomach, nigga. Now, when I was doing that shit, I used to stretch. Yo, I used to be blowing it up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> blowing it up. You know, they hold your leg on the shoulder oh, and they for walk the forward. Uh, what you do in the gym, you got to walk to like a machine nobody really used, like do a couple of reps and shit, let it off, and then go Dude, back to the bro. shit you really fucking with. <laughs> so you don't offend nobody. Gym He's anything. like, yo, man, if we doing abs today, we doing... I'll be right back. He paying the gas bill. You look over, this nigga on the stair climb. What the fuck are you doing over there? Or you do a quick jog. You don't look. Let the machine yeah. gun off. Listen, man. I will say the nastiest piece of equipment in the gym has to be those stairs. If they don't clean up after themselves, because it's sweat, all, all kind of human just DNA everywhere. All over that shit. You don't want that. I like gym etiquette. I like when niggas put their motherfucking weights back. Not just put them back, but put them back in their right place. Yeah, put the towel down if you sweat. <laughs> yeah, that put too. We clean, we clean the mats off like every couple minutes. That's yeah. just like an exercise. I can imagine because staph infection real and dudes it's do get cut. It's not a game. Yeah, yeah. Dudes it's not do a get game. Cut. Oh, mm-hmm. baby. Baby. You shit. cut somebody with a good elbow? Uh-huh. Now, Wiz Khalifa, like, okay, rappers that, yeah. you know what I mean, get busy with the right. whatever. Uh, 50 box, right? Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Wiz Khalifa. 
with the Muay Thai. Kickboxing. Yeah. Muay Thai yeah. Yeah. You know, now, being someone that, you know, in the in that sport, um, how difficult, like, what is the most difficult shit to train for? Or, or training? Meaning, like, what style is the hardest to train? In my opinion, you're yeah. going to wild out. American wrestling. Wow. Greco-Roman wrestling, American wrestling, like, when we have to do wrestling drills, those niggas are animals. You think you in good shape. Right. Till mm. one of them walk in the gym. And all of a sudden, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't fun like it was. Right. That shea butter don't mix with that shit. They were like, put your hair like what? between American wrestling and and like American I, uh, wrestlers. Wrestlers are super. Those niggas are cardio animals. Number yeah. one. Yeah. Number two, they're always like. Yeah, because you're using yeah. your whole body constantly. It's not Absolutely. even like you. You know, you focused on punches. But a lot of right. those dudes are very accurate. By Snoop Dogg, fucking done wrestling. Snoop, mm -hmm. he ain't box yet, but he'll probably do it. He announced boxing and shit. Snoop do every fucking thing. Yeah. But who else is, like, prolific with their shit? I just seen oh, footage um, of Vic Mensa. Vic and he Mensa? was... What about... Um... I think Talib had a, had a, had a belt. I think, wow. Talib, I think Talib, Talib had a what? belt. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. I think he had, like, a straight... Belt. I'm not Lupe, sure what about Lupe? You ever Lupe? Oh, Lupe yeah, is Lupe. A, yeah. such Lupe, a such be, degree black belt. That nigga take that. your life. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. As I've seen, his father used to teach the military. You you know how preachers' kids be like the ones who be the most fucked up. Martial mm -hmm. arts teachers' children mm -hmm. are. Yeah, I, I bet. It's different. He what? got swords in the house. When I when I started doing training, training, I training, I took that with. shit right to school. Yeah, right to the playground. I was like, let yeah. me test my shit. Oh, yeah, niggas. Let me test my shit. Yeah, uh, solar plexus. <laughs> Can you breathe? You take 10 steps right now, you got to wait 10 minutes. 10 <laughs> steps later, you die. Don't move, I'm telling you. Hard You know what Bruce Lee said? He said the best hand to hand combat art form is boxing. Boxing. Mm. He yeah, said, Bruce said he, can't, he couldn't that, beat Muhammad Ali. That's because yeah. he was coming from a martial arts background with a lot of fixed positions. Mm -hmm. That's the. That's the you know, his fighting style was a his combination. Wing, it was originally Wing Chun. If Wing you ever watch yeah. Wing Chun fighters, there's a whole yeah. bunch of fixed positions. Right. But his whole thing, that's why he got on that be like water. Right. Don't, right. don't, Fluidity. don't absolve to one form because now you're stuck. Nah, right. get here, get here. And that's why he's picked up boxing. Because the hand was crazy. And he yeah. fucked with fighters. Yeah, yeah. no. Fighters, Muhammad yeah. Ali, like, the stories I hear back about Bruce Lee, first of all, they say he was, like, carved out of wood. Like, he would train all the time. Yeah. Like, constantly. I can believe it. So he was yeah. solid as shit. For, like, a little dude, he was supposed to be solid. That one-inch punch? Yeah. I've seen that shit today. Oh, Sifu does it. Riz is Sifu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. Yeah, really? Yeah. The one-inch? Yeah, he does that shit. Bang! He did it on um, Stan Lee's Superhumans. Mm. Mm -hmm. And he did it on a dummy, and they they measured the the what do they call that shit the, uh, the, the force the, 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 yeah. the force of it. Yeah, and what was it? Yeah. What was it? Was it like crazy? It was a crazy number. What was the equivalent? I can't of? remember, but mm. it's, it's it's out there. It's in the universe. You pull it yeah. up on the YouTubes. That is or there's a dude I follow. His knuckles are completely glazed over with callus, all of them. Uh huh. And he one inch punches on like bricks, yep, bats, ribs, like an order of ribs, like animal ribs. And he just does that shit, breaks him apart. His knuckles are like out to here, mm. just for like yeah. scar tissue. Mm. And I, the thought, <clears throat> I've been hit by professional fighters. 
the thought of that shit connecting. Yeah, yeah, it's just absolutely. Yeah. It's breaking something. Right. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> and he'll kill you. Yeah. Like that's the problem. Depending but, on where you push that shit, but he'll then kill you, you. But then you learn all that stuff. But you can't really use it. Not in MMA. Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I've seen can't. footage. Yeah. I've seen footage. But the reason why I brought that up was because back in the day, there was this video. Um, J. Ru the Damager. Yeah. Okay. Him and Afu Ra. Taekwondo. Now, I knew Afu Ra was nice. I just heard stories, but I never seen it for myself. Mm-hmm. I had no idea J. Ru was nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like these, like the movement, you gotta see this video, man. The movements were fluent. It looked just like one of the Kung Fu flicks. Like it looks better than these high paid celebrities that get in these movies and they pull the camera real close because yeah. they don't pay them enough to learn how to fight. Right. These dudes was. <laughs> and it's still a lot of choppy shots. <laughs> killing it though, but wow. killing it, man. And the Bruce Lee thing. In Tarantino's movie, they had Brad Pitt fuck Bruce Lee up. You know, his family had to have a problem with this yeah, shit. Yeah, Period. I mean, I know we know Quentin Tarantino builds these worlds with this, it's like fiction based in reality kind of thing and shit, but you don't fuck with the master, Bruce. Yeah. You don't do that shit. Right. Kind of like and not Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Brad Pitt, but right. no, sir. Right. Not Brad Pitt. That was a great scene, though. Yeah, right? that was a great That was a great movie. You just, yeah. you just described power. <laughs> he builds these worlds that's based in reality, kind of, but not quite. Not but, quite. Yeah. You're right. That's power for real, for real. The only show I've ever seen where the cops are occasional. You said the cops are what? Occasional. occasional. They're occasionally policing. It's just amazing when you watch that world. Well, it depends on the perspective. Because the people... It's rolling. Yeah, it's rolling. The people's perspective is is where where the people want to be at. They want to be amongst the... I mean, it's called power. And this has Mm. nothing to do with police. But you can't tell these stories without the police. Right. But it's from these people's perspective. We want to see this side of it and show the levels of what a drug dealer is and what a drug dealer can be. Because we all know that half these motherfuckers, right? We all know a nigga that can't read or write but can stitch a wound. Mm, right, right? Right. We know that there are a lot of dudes that came up in the ranks, whether it was the 80s and the crack. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Era, the dope era, however it came after that, mm-hmm. that were multi-fucking millionaires. And they basically did the same thing in fucking corporate business men right. were mm-hmm. doing, except they just was born on the wrong side of the motherfucking tracks. This is all that power is showing. You know, and we're not trying to spark a mind to go out there and be the biggest fucking drug dealer ever. We're trying to spark the mind to go out there and be the biggest corporation, black-owned business that you can fucking aspire to be. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And... A lot of that power comes through politics. I'm mm. not into politics at all, but I know that if we don't have a seat at the table, which we, we, I can't speak upon it, but there, it's shaky there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But the fact that we're, they just signed a fucking anti-lynching bill 
this year. It's like, of course you ain't supposed to fucking lynch people and shit. Of course right. it should be against yeah, the, right. the fucking law. But think of all the bills that was passed before that. And that, and that wasn't. That was so insignificant that they just said, pop. You know? And it lets you know how many seats we have at this effing table. You know, and I hate getting political. No, but let's talk about it. No, is, no, no. This is the this reason is the why it's so hard for, forget minorities, black people, to attain power in these, these, let's call them fraternities or whatever and shit, mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. Right. We don't, we don't get to join these fraternities the circles. and shit. But you know, the, go ahead. Part of that is how we grew up when we saw the Wu Tang coming out of Staten Island as a group, that, that drove us to want to be in that. Who's our idols to see in the political world okay, to well, drive us currently now? You in know the political I'm world, it's what they'll let us do. When it comes to hip hop and things like that, it's what we want to fucking do. Mm, right. Hopefully. And, and the audience that we bring to us is consumers to them. So right. now we have something of value that right. brings them to us, that makes them come in these fucking neighborhoods and find talent. Not right. anymore, because they, you know, but back in the day, they had to come in these it's neighborhoods. It's glamorous to yep, be yep. a politician. To be honest, like, uh, the, the reason why they go after, like, musicians and actors and try to get them to, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, in, to endorse certain people that's running, it's because with the way the, 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 the system is built, you, the higher rank that you have is the more people that you can control. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, like, there's a block assembly or whatever, that's a certain area. Then mm -hmm. there's the borough president, that's that area. Yeah. Then there's the, the mayor. That's then that, you got yeah. the governor. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's too. all, yeah. but it's all about how many people can you move? How many people uh, um, can you sway or, or get to, to, to go in this direction? Sheeple. Right. Sheeple. Mm -hmm. But it's not just sheeple. People might just believe in what you believe in. Well, they have the and same they, and you're the voice. Or whatever. It, I mean, they, they can follow. agree on one fucking point, and the other person they don't agree on any points with, and they're gonna go with the two, the one of the le what? What's that fucking saying? Lesser evil, the lesser evil saying. Right. The lesser whatever. two evil. Right. Lesser, yeah. Yeah. So, so you look at it like, if if you're a rapper, you you drop albums, you go on multi platinum, this that, that. How many people can you move? Millions. Right. Possibly, yeah. That's why when people was like, Kanye want to run for president, I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh neither. No, I, I, I choked. I was mad. Why? Why? Because oh. I felt that it would, it would um, mess with the voting system. That's why I choked. And we were at a point now where more people were voting, more people of color were voting more than ever. Right. And I just wanted to keep that wave rolling. And I mean, at the end of the day and shit, it doesn't, the vote, they say the vote counts and it does count. Right. But as far as it mattering, it matters as much as black lives do to this society right now. That's how much our votes matter, as much as our lives. But, but it, I guess it's, it's an um, incentive to make people believe that they have the power. Well, you have, and I hate this fucking word, but hope. Hope. That person's gonna do the right thing. The same way you lend somebody some money and shit, you know? Like, yeah, especially if they're gonna give it back. It's like, I hope this nigga get this shit back, man. I hope <laughs> he know, oh, I hope he knows what, what I'm doing right now is taking away from something else no. I was doing that was a little more important than, you right. know? But it's always that hope, and people, people flock to churches for that. Right. That hope. And, and churches don't get taxed. They don't get taxed. They don't, don't get taxed. But I don't disagree with I don't doing disagree. that because I don't it's disagree like, with it either. whatever gives you your moral code, 
So, B, I read, I read comic books, and in a funny sense, that shit, that shit gave me a, a moral code and shit. Mm. So whatever it is that helps you get through your day, if that keeps you cool, calm, and it makes you happy, by all means, do it. Right. But what I'm saying is there's things going on while you're trying to stay calm and cool. There are people moving pieces that affect your life directly, right. and you don't even fucking know about it. It's that's crazy. Right. That's what power really is. Exactly. At, at the end of the day, power is the illusion of choice. <clears throat> Mm. And the ability to enforce your your will on oh, someone yes. else. Totally. If I can create the illusion of choice, if I can make you think that you have free will, that's power. I made you think that you had a choice. Meanwhile, both options lead to me. You know, so I guess that when they say made in the image of God, <laughs> that's what you're talking about. Because people are very selective with what they want to place. You know, this is the power of God. Of and course, but that's in anything in life. But I don't even want to. You did what I'm saying. Like, on, for God. That's it, anything in it, life. That depends on whose image we're talking about. Like who, who, whose, whose images are we painting this out? Is the image? No, of, the, the image that there was. There's an ultimate power mm -hmm. that makes things happen, mm -hmm. but you only give credit to the good. Well, no. See, and, and uh, bigger can correct me if I'm wrong, but free will is in the Bible. Right. You have you have the choice to do good or bad. And the consequences come behind it. But it, he, God, as as it's as I understand, and Big, I want you to definitely jump in. The, the way it's set up, God isn't enforcing His laws on you. Mm -hmm. He's giving you free will, and He's telling you, "Here's what I want you to do." But I'm not going to stop you from doing any of this other stuff. You ever read Exodus? According to the scriptures. And this is a really great topic. This is something that comes up often and I have to speak about. All right. Illusion is really, the free will is really an illusion. And We've had, you, we had an you, argument about you, this. Yeah, if you, and this is how you know it. If you study the scriptures and you understand this whole life that we live is a fork in the road. So when it's telling you about, like, you have the choice, yeah, you have a choice of who your master is going to be. That's what the scripture is telling you. So you're going to either choose God or you're going to choose the devil. Yeah. Once you make that choice, there is a fork in the road. That's what the scripture is saying. You come to the fork. It's already laid out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you choose the devil, you're on that road. So, you know, uh, if God is your master, you're on that road. In the, in the book of Exodus, it says that uh, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Absolutely. Almost like so, so I could bust a flex on him. You know what I mean? So I could send these plagues through to show you what it really is. Right. But I'm going to make you front. You dig what I'm saying? So then when you talk about free will... And you read a part like that, you're like, wait a minute. Well, he was manipulated. He right. did the same thing exactly. with Judas. Because they also say that they, he, there's a bigger plan. And for me to get this plan off, this has to happen. There's a bigger plan I in mind. I think the like, influence of religion is so powerful. Because what's the three things that will make somebody not want to take someone's life? Revenge, jail, and then the fear of you not going to heaven. If you rank them, a lot of times people want to get into heaven before, oh, I think I can get away with it. I won't get caught. Oh, this guy's a pussy. Ain't no retaliation coming back. Mm -hmm. But God always sees the wrong. And that will keep a person thinking like, yo, if I 
put this negative energy out, is this going to go back to my family members? Because sometimes the penalty don't come back to you. It might come back to your moms, your daughter, your sister. You got to yeah, sit yeah, there and Depending say, on how it is. Of course. Like, you know? um, I, I used to, you know, I used to run around sticking people up. Yeah. And then one of my closest Man, no. friends. <laughs> um, You're the worst. And then one of my closest friends got killed in a sticker. Mm -hmm. What'd that do to you? It, it messed my head up. It made me kind of look at, because he used to tell me, yo, what are you doing? You need to go rap. You thought that was your karma? Not my karma, mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. the, but, a, mm -hmm. but a lesson. It was like the one person that was making MySpace pages for me and trying to Damn. get me to come to the studio all the time passes in, in, a, in something that I'm out there doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of like I, I got it messed it. me up. Yeah. Yo, that free will shit. Let's get back to that right mm -hmm. there. Okay, free will. Is it free will? <laughs> well, you gotta take a shit, but you ain't got time to go. But you, you don't want to go in the airport. But this shit is bubbling, so you gotta go. <laughs> is that free will? I'm just asking. Yeah, that's not free will. Uh, that is not free will, brother. Because I, I would. <laughs> There's been times where I had to shit in the airport bathroom. That's how bad it was. You opted to eat whatever it was. <laughs> there you go. Free will. There you go. I love it. You chose to eat whatever it was. And nobody yeah, told you that. Yeah, yeah, Taco Bell before the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salute. Salute. Now this is murder. Murder. Oh, word? White Castle? That's that was your choice. That was your choice. Eat that White Castle, man. That's dope. I seen something recently. This guy, the infamous. Is that his name? The infamous? Uh-huh. Uh, saying, why aren't... In every other genre of music, their older artists are revered. Mm. We talked, said we they talked about wheel, this. Y'all talked about this. Yeah. How they, they'll wheel them out on stage in a fucking, on their deathbed. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the crowd will still give it up and all Word. that shit. And then he mm -hmm. said, uh, With an IV in their arm, everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why doesn't hip hop? Because it's not profitable. Go ahead. Can I, can I, can I? Let's, can let's I hear this. It's going to be interesting. This. I'm going to jump in right now. I, I, I want to I double down on that and be okay. like, there's a hip-hop hall of fame, but why doesn't, why doesn't it, why don't your, doesn't your status matter until you are inducted to the Rock, rock and, and roll. roll Hall of Fame? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I did not know that. All right. As far as the, why aren't uh, the older artists Revered. Revered. Mm -hmm. I think that's a matter of opinion. It's a matter of opinion because there's a lot of people, especially shout out to everybody that subscribed, shout out to um, all, all the people watching right now. A lot of these guys, like the demographic of this show is like 24 to 55 nice. leveled. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's nice. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So the 24 year olds, they're watching okay. and they're seeing people. Like like yourself, and they're like, oh wow, I didn't know that went down. I didn't know that went down. Oh, that nigga pocket check. <laughs> <laughs> right, they, don't, they probably weren't saying that. Facts, low. And then there's the other guys that's, that's still watching. I think it's more of hip hop is young. Mm. There you go. We haven't gotten to the point where uh, uh, Jay Z hasn't spit in the verse at 60 yet. You dig what I'm saying? Like, no, there ain't enough Jay-Z spitting verses at 60. Right. See, I, I like where you went there and shit. For me, it's... it's they don't know, like, it's, it's hard. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying this is me, but I'm pretty sure this has happened. 
There have been episodes where I've, or where uh, you can be an artist at a label, an up-and-coming label or a label that's already popping or whatever and shit. Right. But you create a lane at this label now that blows up. They make millions, you make millions, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Five, six years from that, y'all part ways. Right. A new guy comes in. Right. Right? Now, when you got your deal, let's say it was for six figures, this guy comes in and gets seven to eight figures. Right. right. But remember, the path you laid, that new path, right. opened up a whole new lane of money for this label. Right. Mm-hmm. Which opened up a new lane for artists on this wave to pass through. Mm-hmm. Now, six years have passed, you're not on the label anymore, this new guy gets signed. Two more years after that, you run, the guy blowing up, he blows up. You run into him, right? And they don't even acknowledge you. Kind of thing. Has that happened to you? No, it hasn't happened to me. But I'm pretty sure this has happened. And it's not well, a I'm, conscious, it's not right. a conscious thing. Well, as far man, as the newer artist my, goes. I think Mecca will, he stated many times okay. that it's, it's been preached to these new artists that the old heads are haters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get that. And you know, you know it's warranted though. I, like mm. I said before, it's warranted because when these, when this new wave of music was coming through, and it was these, these cadences weren't what we were used to. Right. And we're coming off an of Eminem high. We're coming off Jay making some of the best fucking music he had ever made in his whole fucking career. Right. And it was lyricism. Then the battle rap shit was, bop bop bop. Bop bop. Right. And then you coming in, and these dudes is, it's a vibe now. I didn't understand it at first when my kids was trying to put me on to the shit, mm-hmm. but I understand it now. And it's like, I think about this. And when I was younger, yeah, we had Big Daddy Kane and all them niggas, but you know which party was rocking the most? The ones that was playing the reggae, the dance hall, right. the rockers. Right. That's what we used to call it and shit. And, that, and it got to the point where I didn't want to hear hip hop in the club. You and wanted- these kids are in the club. So for them, it's like, if you're not doing this, we don't want to hear that shit. And on top of that, you motherfuckers are saying, we not hip-hop. Mm. We came from y'all. Now, if it was respect on both sides, because there have been artists that came in the beginning, Melly Mel, people that did, but Melly Mel in particular. Melly Mel has shit on hip-hop after him. Like, he's shit on a lot of people mm-hmm. that came after him. And there are a lot of people like myself who are fans, who have been fans, who are still fans of Melly Mel. And to this day, when I see Melly Mel, I speak to him, but Melly Mel was rotten. Yeah, you know there was a there was an episode where he just passed me by and my hand was out and all that shit and I don't know if it was consciously done or if it was just done on some malice shit. Right. Either way, it was like I I watch interviews and and things of that and Mel talk real fucking reckless and it's like yo Mel, there are people some of these people that you talking about fucking love you man. Don't right. do that. Yeah. Don't do that. If anything, show them. If you the best, show it. Show it. Period. I don't give a fuck if nobody listening. You out there fucking doing this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And when it gets to those those blocks right there, and then they have day crews and, you know, certain people that work at labels that's bigging them up and telling them when they want to do records with some of these OGs, they're like, you don't want to fuck with him. He's over with. Mm. That's another block. But, but those blocks for them are necessary because the OGs will probably put them on to... Business things that's that they exactly should be doing why. that's not happening. But, th- but I, I get that. I understand that part. 
Right. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the younger generation reaching back to the older generation saying, let's just do a record together. And the Bridging people the who are in the, in the middle right here like, nah. There's a reason for that. That's intentional. Or, that's mm. not by mistake. I, I, that's I mean, intentional. Honestly, like just, just, why would Floyd Mayweather fight somebody that's had 10 fights? It wouldn't, wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense for Floyd to do that shit. Or a fighter that's coming up in the ranks. People like him, but he not. He hasn't proven himself. There's a difference between fighting him and sparring with him to make him better. I can spar with you on a single and make you better. I can sit in on your studio session and make you better. Fighting you is me dropping my album the same day as yours and wiping you off the map. That's crazy. That's a fight. That nobody's that nobody's asking for a fight. What I don't think, what I don't, what I think a lot of people don't see is I think the, the idea is, of the separation, people think that that's by mistake or that just kind of happened. I look at it as way more insidious. I think it's absolutely intentional because if the young artist absolutely intentional. gets yeah. next to you and you get to sit there and tell him all the shit you went through at Def Jam and get to tell him all the ways your contract might have been fucked up and all the ins and outs of the publishing world. And you start telling that dude who's generating somewhere in, the, in between six to eight million dollars every couple of months for this label, you start telling him what he's worth, he's gonna turn around and look at the label and say, wait a minute, you motherfuckers is playing me this whole fucking time. But you're not doing that in one studio session. This is what I'm but, saying. But and, keeping and you away keeps the friendship from I understand from that. Happening. I understand that if you develop a friendship. Because honestly, a lot of a lot of the newer artists, I mean, not even newer artists, there's there's people I've done records with, mm -hmm. right? And now you don't even have to be in the studio with a motherfucker and shit. But I respect them enough that I'm going to jump on their shit with them and shit. And you take, you take, damn, I forgot my point. That's trees. Labels, shit. blocks. Mm. Labels, blocks. Blocking between the young mm -hmm. dudes and the older generation. Nah, that wasn't the point I was going to make. Fuck, I hate when I do that shit. That's what 51 is like, kids. Stop it. <laughs> Fuck. But anyway, I mean, I, I get that people... Or there's there's a way to think that, you know, not conspiracy, intentional, absolutely. But it's it discourages it discourages from there could be some incredible fucking music made if some of these newer cats would step outside their comfort zones and fuck with some of the music maybe that their grandparents fuck with, like we mm -hmm. did, because uh, because we we, but, but we here it is, music. they do, they do. I, I hear it now. I heard that Lotto joint. I yeah. heard the joint with uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Right, mm -hmm. that's uh, the Jodeci joint. All throwback yeah. joints, a bunch of. It's a lot of that, and the drill music is definitely doing yeah, it because they, they they remake. Yeah, you you every answered your question thing. with the one word. You said it would be incredible music to be made. If I'm the label, my interest isn't making music; it's making money. Absolutely. I get to keep the money doing it the way that I'm doing it. I get a new dude who I can bring in, cash out, burn him out, get him out of here, replace him because he's that easy to replace. Finding another method man gonna be hard as fuck. Another Once you method pass man? in the music, you have nothing to barter with until your audience comes. Say it again. Once you pass in the music, you have nothing to barter with until your audience comes. So if, if mm -hmm. I, but if I if I control the narrative that's hovering over the audience. If I can keep them understanding that from this range to this range is cool, age-wise, and this range to this range is washed and corny, fuck them You're and everything right. they say, 
I control the narrative. So let's do this. Let's say this. Rock has a lot of subgenres. Right, I said this, and last. Do, but but this is I got this from Dude. I'm gonna give credit yeah. where credit is due because yes. he sounded smart as fuck when he said that. Yes. Subgenres, right? Thank you. What would you call, let's say, the music that we grew up on? If it was still relevant right now, what would that Boom subgenre bat. be? Boom bap. Boom bap. Mm -hmm. That's dope. What would you call what they're doing? Drill. Drill. Not everybody doing trap. drill. Trap. That's now, boom bap. Now, that's boom see, bap. Here, yeah, we know yeah, but see here, here, that's boom bap. So you said yeah. we need categories. I'm not saying we need anything. I'm just saying the fact that you all said these different, you know, names for different kinds of music, and they're all hip hop. Why are they all in the same fucking category? Because well, I, I, I gotta say no, no, no. Because because for me, that don't. We got nah, alternative rock. We got grunge. Because, because I feel we like we got electric. Method Man on a drill beat is fire. Okay. I and can it's do not that like shit, it can't but I can flow on any motherfucker. But this thing, is what though. I'm saying. So, I'll so rest my case. what's wrong with what's what's stopping some of the older cats from adapting to this new sound? Pride, ego, and ridicule. Well, and the yeah. fact that so, that a lot of these don't last. Your your flow in particularly in, in particular on a drill beat is crazy. I did one with Chi Chi, Nikki Nikki um Nikki D's son. Yeah, off the sleeve like. Let's get it done. Mm -hmm. Right. So, uh, so with hip hop, remember hip hop was created from a whole bunch of different genres of music. Just thrown in a bag, we shook it up, we threw a beat behind it. Started with and drums. Well, I mean, it started with it started with the DJ. The and, DJ. And, and, and you know, you had a guy there that would, you know, try and pump the crowd up. Right. And he would he would loop an instrumental piece of another song. And people would start rapping. Well, it was it was before because Flash did that. It was actually what happened was they the DJ in between switching the records and shit, had the, the MC, MC would have the talking the, the crowd, crowd up, out. keeping them hype. Who we got in the house tonight? What sign are you? Da 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 da. And then God bless whoever said fuck that. We gonna turn this shit into a cadence and shit because a lot of MCs was doing the hip and the hop and the hit, yeah. Bob the Bob the bop, 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 bop. and it was an era of that, I think that shit. That was but cool then, Right. I think so, Kumbo D ushered that era in. So who, who, who are the OGs to say, no, you can't do this with hip hop? If we didn't do what we did with it, and they did what they did with it, and the hip hop, the hip, that shit evolved. You right. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And battle rap, let's say battle rap, a real battle, mm -hmm. started with Kumo D and Busy B. He ambushed the shit out of Busy B. Right. And Modi been eating off that shit ever since. Because he ended the era. The era that you're talking about. He en the, to the hip, to the hobbit, to the hip. That was Busy B. That Busy B is number one. And work. then Kool Mo D came in with actual bars. Going to tell the whole world why you ain't shit. And then mm -hmm. like, went on. and he ended he ended that era. Mm -hmm. And now we're, now we're here. But to he ain't in Judo, Busy B. You know I love nah, you, absolutely nigga. Nah, absolutely not. Busy's still Busy out B. there. Shout out Busy. But Shout that was the cornerstone. B. That was when we yeah. turned the corner and started going a different way. Rakim's like, introduction into hip-hop in the era where Run DMC was killing shit was another. That was a definite. But, but, but this is what I'm mean. saying. This is the difference between hip-hop and all the, other, mm. all the other genres. You don't see that doesn't happen in the other genres. What do you mean? If I listen to a country and western song right now, it sounds the same as a country and western song from 20 years ago. <laughs> nah, it's right. not the same. Nah, it's not the same. Nah, 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 nah it's not the same. Nah. It's funny, but it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, that's rock. Rock has like 10 different genres within it. Bro. So when it comes to hip hop, we should 
think about that. Let's open our mind. We're Dude, not yeah, we're, but let's, let's keep let's keep in mind this is this is the biggest genre Agreed. that we're talking about. Absolutely. And how yeah. old is hip hop? Hip hop is the about 40, biggest about 40 genre. Let's say 45 years. Mm-hmm. So he said he's 51. So we're talking about by the time he's five years old, it's just conceptualizing. So when does hip hop matter to Method Man? How old are you? When he's coming off 51. the but No, I'm no. Like, How when, old when, when it mattered to you first as a kid? Oh, man. Think um, about what we're talking Sugar about. Sugar Hill Gang. Um, Sugar Hill Gang. 83? Uh, the whole nah, that was and then when I, when I really got, it was sixth grade, we were on a class trip and everybody was singing Suck MCs. And I was mm-hmm. the only nigga ain't know it. I was bad about that shit. But what I did know was the Force MDs freestyle because mm. uh, we had a mixtape that I used to carry around all the time. So I knew this is when they was the Force MCs and Dr. Rock was they DJ. Right. Niggas battle code crushing one, nigga. Ask me mm. if I'm lying. Tell me <laughs> if I'm lying. Hey, I'm not lying. They got him. Was it cold? It was yeah, it was cold crush. It was definitely cold crush. Really? Got him. Oh, but this was harmony. Mm-hmm. The singing shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, the tape of it? Yeah, I had a tape. I had a tape. It's one o'clock, two o'clock, ask Dr. Rock. Well, it's three o'clock, four o'clock, ask Dr. Rock. It's five o'clock, six o'clock, ask Dr. Rock, Dr. Rock. Come on, let's rock the spot. We the force MDs from Staten Island. On the ferry boat, we did come in. We rock back and forth and forth and back. All you sucker MCs. Man, come on. We gotta rock, rock, rock. And on the microphone, you know, this is where we belong. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> well, I'm the. Come on, man. Wow. You know, you, you know that cadence? Gonna rock, rock, rock around. That's 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 yeah. rock around. That's yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. But this, but this, yeah, this is what nuts. I'm saying. Hip hop is able to like, oh, that's what y'all doing. Give me that. Oh, oh, oh that's nice. Give me that. Give me that. You know yeah. what I mean? We take everything, everything and we turn it yeah. into something. Yeah. Fly. We make some. I mean, Snoop Dogg redid Lottie Dottie, and we love the shit. Yeah, facts. And and this is this is what I mean about. You know, that homage goes a long fucking way, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We was already fucking with Dre, but to hear Snoop say, Slick Rick, everybody else could suck a big, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, and then to hear Corrupt say, my favorite rapper ain't no joke, so why should I? Look, rock, you know, and that's, and that's yeah. my, and that's, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, that right, shit. Yeah. Uh, and to hear, and they way on the West Coast, mm-hmm. but they paying homage to niggas over here. My nigga was DOC. I used to wear my beard like that nigga, man. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, shout out to the DOC and shit. You know, yeah. he wrote a lot of that shit. I think was a was spitting, you know? He was a problem. Right. So, all right, so if, if that's the issue, of the, 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 the disconnect. How do you fix it? Um, well, my plan has always been the same. You know, um, keep making noise until you hurt. Um, bridge those gaps so when you do run into these shorts, don't be afraid to walk over and be like, what's good? Fucks with you type there shit, you, you know what I mean? Because some of them do fuck with you, but you know how hip hop is. I've been in spots yeah. with fucking boot camp clicking. We love them niggas. But it was nobody it was saying in the same spot. Nobody saying shit. Yo, that that shit be so weird. Like Twenty One sat right there, and he was like, "I was like, yo, man, this Jay Z is crazy." I'm like, "Yo, did you?" He was like, "Nah, but I couldn't show him that." Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. That's flowers for me. It's like, you know what I mean? But you know how dudes flip it. Yo, that it was in a club. He was on my dick, yo. He. Groupie man, nobody no, care about got, that shit, bro. I, I, no, but I, I, that's I been around for years. If you mature, if you mature, you won't appreciate it for what it is. I don't think, I think, I think it know. just, I think because that, it's that instinct that we all have. Mm-hmm. And it's more or less like, you know, um, you, like, 
you don't want to be, there's an alpha in here, and you are alpha too, and you don't want to look like anything else but an alpha, so now everything you're doing is calculated mm. according to the energy that's in the room. And that's best for anybody, whatever situation you're in. If you can walk in and adjust to the energy in the room, right. you're always going to be safe. You're always going to be right because you see everything. You know, right. when we used to go on parties, no lie, ask my niggas. Not for everybody, but us. We would go in and pick one spot, and that would be our spot for the whole night. Right. Now, regular nigga shit, I don't know, because at this point, Wu-Tang popping or whatever, and the whole party would come to us. We didn't even have to move, but we were in a spot where we could see everything. everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any kind of bullshit, this, that, saw it. Mm. Alphas, <laughs> see, I've always said out. Alpha energy, man. Alphas seek control of themselves. Betas seek control of other people. Mm, mm. I'm in control of me. I don't really care what else is. Like me walking up and saying, yo, bro, I've been trying to interview you for damn near a decade. Mm -hmm. Walking up to Matt Math, yo, bro, love what you fucking do. Mm -hmm. That last battle, that's how me and him met. Let's walked over and said, yo, this shit is crazy. But that's, out, but that's, in, that's the energy transfer where you felt like, I could say that to him. I mean, but even if I felt like I couldn't, what I say is between me and God. How he take it is between him and, him and God. Mm -hmm. like, however you take right. it is how you take it. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Yeah. Because I feel like I want you to know. Yeah. I think you're dope as shit. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Listen, I call, I call meth like five times out of the year and say thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Why you saying thanks, man? You know what it is. I tell y'all thank you all the yeah. time. Even thanks. though we've been around each other for a decade and a half. I've known math and Mecca. Yes, sir. 15 years a piece, but still show respect because they don't got to do shit for you. Absolutely. You know but I mean? I've never, and speaking to that shit that you were saying, not to cut you off, no, bro, go. but speaking to the shit you were, that you guys were saying earlier, how the OGs, if they get close to, you know, mm -hmm. they drop, you know, they can drop jewels to them. And all. Mm -hmm. I ain't never had to drop a jewel to math. All I did was when he asked That's what me you anything, it was more or less, okay, but when it was more or less like, I know where this young man going. I like his movement. I like his style. So if I can help him push him along, I'll do it with example as as opposed to saying it. I right. can show him. Anecdotal. Yeah. Right. Anecdotal. You speaking from your perspective, your viewpoint of a man who's super secure in his art, super secure in his stance, super secure in his square, and you're not influenced by labels because you've already seen what they can do. You were there in Def Jam when it, when yeah. the, the nonsense started. Yeah. Speaking, yeah. Of, I want to get to that. Yeah. I want to. Uh, yeah. I want to get to that. Well. Yeah. All right. So. What does Kevin Lyles mean to the hip hop culture? Kevin means a lot. Kevin is a stand up dude, period. I mean, if that uh, footage that they put up recently of him, it yeah, didn't surprise him testifying me. For, um, it didn't surprise me at all, because that's the thug. kind of person Kevin is. I'm surprised Leor wasn't there, because Leor, regardless of what people say about him, Leor has never, ever fucking lied to me. Mm. Never. He will tell you straight to your motherfucker. He never lied to me. And he used to carry a little picture of DMX right here. This fresh part. Love X. What? Anyway. When I got up in there, everything was brand new to me. So, you know, running into certain people that were on the label, things of that nature. But I always felt welcome coming up there. So I used to come up there and I ain't even had shit to do. That's how I met Ja Rule way back with Nikki D, who used to sit right outside Leo's office. Right. Fast forward. Me and Doc are bubbling now. Kevin Lyles is coming up through the ranks. He put together something called the Month of the Man. Now, a lot of these tour dates, 
Biggie, Biggie that. and Craig Mack were at, and they were touring. It was Big Mac, yeah. and they had this promotional yeah. piece that was in like this little, uh, like a Big Mac Big package. Big Mac burger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that shit. The burger box. Me and Red, month of the man. So a lot of these spots, Howard Homecoming, uh, all these, we was there. So notorious, y'all missed that. Y'all missed them facts. We was there at a lot of them shits. <laughs> anyway, right. uh, Kevin Lyles put that whole shit together, and I guess since it was so successful, he had. Me and Red both went gold, you know. Then uh, he got us both together to do the the show soundtrack. Julie Greenwald and all the other people up there, and that shit went platinum and whatever, whatever. All right, now everywhere Kevin goes, me and Red go. We like this nigga right there, this right pocket, there. that pocket, like right. yeah, we right there. Shit. <laughs> Not like we forced. It was like we was his homies, and it's good to have an executive that loves you and you like you his buddy and shit. Because we went to like I, I can't even count how many Super Bowls I went to. All-Star Weekends, and I ain't spent a fucking dime on any private wow. jets. All I ain't spent a fucking dime. Wow. Nothing. Okay, uh, fast forward. We're at Blackout 2. Um, it's a little different now. Um, I believe Jay and them had been signed, and Jay had this, just this aura about him. When he came in the building and shit, he just felt like a fucking superstar. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they accommodated him like that. Because like I said, Leo is a real motherfucker. It's like, he going to tell you, he, he, he going to keep it a buck with you. Right. So now we got a Rockefeller wing, because Jay and them getting ridiculous numbers. Hard knock life to all that shit. Label getting paid. They eating lovely. Um, ja Rule. I believe Ja had had his deal prior to that, but... When we were on Hard Knock Life Tour, as promo for himself, he would come out and do those songs with Jay. Um, mm -hmm. What was it? Uh, can I get a? Can, can I get it? There right. you go. Shirt off every night. Jay was out there yeah. stunning and shit. Killing it too. Killing it too. Anyway, yeah. uh, Murder Inc. They get their wing now. Right. Now it's chaos up here. And not saying it's directly with these two guys being there now, but it kind of was, because now it's like, okay, there's a lot of mouths to feed, we got a lot of people here, boom, X, I forgot X, I can, how the fuck right. did I forget? Right. X came in first. Mm. When X came in, oh, I think everybody got a house. <laughs> Shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm saying, yeah. X came in, it was a whirlwind, and it was like, nigga, when I met him, we were doing the four three two one video shoot, and um, mm. we didn't know who he was because we hadn't heard the remix. We hadn't even heard the, the new beat that Eric put on it. Eric Sherman's good sure. for that shit. You rhyme the one beat, next time you hear the whole different beat. beat. He did yeah. that shit with Al Higher also. Right. So we show up to the joint, and uh, this guy, we, we in like this little spot because L don't fuck with the weed, none of that shit. You got to go in a designated area, smoke your shit. This is King LL right here. Mm -hmm. Love you. Love you, Todd. Whoa. You a fucking man. Red. Anyway, we in this room. We smoking. And this guy's in there. Got the hat on. He had exactly what he had on in the video and shit. You know, and I was like, yo, you smoking? That was always my opening line with niggas and shit. Because I'm one of them niggas. I'm a right. stoner. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. And I believe he rolled his own shit. And we always smoking, just chopping it up and shit. And I remember this because every time after that, like, not every, well, when X blew the fuck up. And I've seen people blow up and then they get a little strange. And it doesn't ha necessarily have anything to do with you. They just ain't got time for your ass. Right. Mm. X was never like that. And he would always bring up that time when me and Red broke bread with him with the weed and shit. Small gesture, but he didn't take it that way. Right. You know what I mean? 
And now X is in the building. Then came Jay Rockefeller. Then Murder, Inc. Now it's all these, you know, me and Red, we good. But now we got all these. These dudes is huge. So you can't get lost in the shuffle. And you can't blame your label for that. It's up to you, really, from the gate to do your own self-promotion. Right. Your own fucking choices as far as your music and your and your rhymes and all. When that pen in, when that pen hit the paper, those are your choices. Right. They don't make them for you. All they can say is, "Well, we're not feeling that one." Or this is a lesson for y'all, by the way. When a label says, uh, "When you want to do a certain single," and the label is pushing for another single, but they let you get the single you want and shit. Trust me, they are done with your ass. Finito with you. Do not, mm. don't do that. Let them get theirs. You'll have one after that. They'll give it to you, especially after it blows up. Cause I fought that all I need shit. And, I uh, fought it. I fought it. I didn't want to put it out. Cause it was at a point now where when we were doing these shows and shit, Wu Tang together, I would come out and be girls screaming. Now for me, it's like I'm grimy. Three clothes, I mean, same clothes, three days in a row, nigga. I ain't trying to fucking, you know, I don't want to go to sex symbol. I'm saying, who want to go to sex symbol route at this point? Because it's Bro, you didn't understand what was going on? I did understand. So no, what you I, did it. What? And I'm telling you. know you. how many chicks, cribs I went to back in the days I, I as a imagine. teenager? <laughs> who did they have on the wall? <laughs> And what's my big? What's my big guy, right, nigga? Oh, Thank God. you. Oh, I this only gotta look like Method Man. Yes, I'm in there. I'm in there. Even to I'm this day. In there. <laughs> when you go on power, Sir, the whole to, time, every Sunday you flood the timeline. I used to walk in the girls' cribs and be like, Oh damn, all y'all got that picture of Method Man. That shit was crazy. I, the same one dope because when it's, I was young, I used to have yo, the same one with, 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 with the with the hat. The Bro. same picture. Oh, wow. Or <laughs> the braids out. Yeah. I'm saying, when I, I, done. I, I did the same shit, though, when I was young. I had pictures of New Edition on my wall, who I love, Fact. by the way. I had pictures of fucking Lisa Lisa. Cold jam. cold jam. Right? I had a picture of Ola Ray. Ola Ray from the, the uh, fucking Thriller video. Right. Love her. Oh, but, my but God. But you became... I, for I the get women, it. You ended I mean, up on I that guy. But at that point in time, it was like, this is how I viewed it. All the guys that... Did the sex symbol shit, lost their audience, which was the dudes mm. co-signing and shit like that. Because dudes, you know, they playing the music. Chicks be like, I don't want all that crazy, all that, that shit. Mm-hmm. But they get exposed to it through their guys, right. whatever, whatever and shit. So for me, it was like, nigga, man, whatever and shit. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Y'all, y'all go ahead with that shit over there. I'm going to drop this bring the pain. Drop the bring the pain mm. on board, right? right? But it wasn't no big fucking song. It was nowhere near a big fucking song, but when I walked in the club, it was like niggas backed up now. And I didn't even have a big crew with me. My, 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 closest, my closest nigga was this fucking fierce as shit, though, but I'm saying we four niggas. We walking in, whole shit is part kind of shit. Then it got to a point where the All I Need joint drops. Mm-hmm. Now, before, the shows was packed, but it would be... A bunch of fucking gangsters and shit all in the front, ready to vibe out and shit. And I jump in the crowd, I throw water, all that shit. After that, all I need dropped. Nigga, it was a bunch of blonde haired, silver, cloven wearing, like flooded, all chicks, man. 
and it gets to the point because I'm one of these type niggas. It gets to the point where he it's like, yeah, I did come us. to see the nigga. Only bitches in here yelling for that nigga fool, man. He got the pads for really? us. Yeah, fuck that nigga. I hope he trip on stage and break his fucking. <laughs> <neck>. <laughs> fuck that nigga. <laughs> you was feeling the heat. But this the shit I'm thinking in my right. head. They, they ain't necessarily feel that way. But this right. the shit I'm thinking in my head because I'm that type of nigga where it's like, nah. And we coming <laughs> off a, and we coming <laughs> off a fucking um a, a, a thing where niggas was wearing suits. And I really had a problem with that shit. I see different now, but I really had a problem with that. With the suits? Yeah. It was, you know, um, when Kane started doing it, it was like, well, we still fuck with you because Kane got, you know, Kane. Well, it's, it's Father Kane. MC, uh, a few guys. I mean, Heavy D. It, no, it, nice and smooth. It was, it's it funny, was a bunch of guys. It's funny you brought up Kane because Kane, Kane was on the sex symbol shit too. Yeah. So and, it's and, and in my eyes, L-L-L. and I love, and look, in hindsight, I was wrong, but in my eyes at that era, that's when I was like, rock him the nigga. Mm. I you, wasn't fucking with Kane after that. It was mm. like, rock him the nigga. Were you afraid to be a sex symbol? Yeah. The pressure? No. Nope. It, wasn't, it wasn't about pressure. It was more or less like, I, I've never asked a chick to be my girlfriend. Ever. It was always like some Rasputia shit. <laughs> you know, the light skinned nigga in the hood. Oh my boy. <laughs> like, if I liked you, I'm saying, if I liked you, alright. If I didn't, it's like, fuck off me. me. Right, you do the breath, Keisha. I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> Shit like that. But right. it was attention's not the thing. Mm. And I've always learned that too much female attention takes away from what you really try. Because now you're doing it to appease them. So it's like it's it's a it's a look, and we know I'm saying they are focused on a lot of superficial things when it comes to a man, right? right? Mm. So now it's like, do I have to worry about my shoes now? Do I have to worry about smiling too much in too many girls' faces? Do I have to worry about who I hug now? Do I have to worry about who gonna be at the hotel when I get back there and shit? That kind of thing. Like Did you? Man questions. Huh? Did you? No, not really. Mm-hmm. But there have been. You could be put in, in uncomfortable positions. Positions, yeah. And, you know, and in that moment, you could either be. They say don't meet your heroes. Yeah. In that moment, you could either be the hero. Yeah. Or you can be the villain. Oh, this nigga ain't what I thought he was. Yeah. This kind this of shit. shit. Oh. And you worry about that kind of thing, too. Right. Even though this is just you. Being who you are, right. being genuinely you. I asked that question for a particular reason, but I'm gonna come. I'm gonna double back on it because all of us had did an interview with Rock Wilder. Right. And there's a reason I had asked you. The pressure was too much. It, it got to a moment, you know. Yeah, it got. Well, we'll just, double back to that. Only time the pressure got too much for me was Not, when I was popping e pills. That was that Rock was fucking drugs and shit. What 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 time period was that? Oh, fuck. Let me think. It was around the time when all that uh, transitioning was happening, Rockefeller, uh, Murder, Inc., and, uh, and you know, Rock, yeah, Rock. yeah, yeah. So in that era right there, we were all getting fucked up. I don't know what anybody else was on. I, I could only tell you what the fuck I was on. <laughs> it was on e-pill, alcohol, and weed. And I mean, wake up with them, mm. go to sleep with them, all kind of shit. Like, mm. all day, all, all day process. And um, yeah. it got to a point where I was like, I couldn't eat. Man. I was very addicted to these shits, and it was like I couldn't. Well, but why? Something to do. Was it? Was it a create? Oh, I'm, a, I'm going in the studio. I, I cannot write. You can't write on no EP. I mean, you can't sit in no studio. Mm. 
on no e pill. No, I, no. Yeah. Some other dudes. I mean, some dudes probably can't meet. I ain't gonna front. I, I, I wrote a couple battles on the e pill. That's that. Damn. Impressive. Lord have mercy. I can't create on shit like that. So for me, I remember vividly October two thousand. I had a meeting with my crew, and uh, I told them I was like, New Year's. Ain't none of us fucking with that shit no more. When the new year's coming, it's gonna be 01. I was getting married. Um, and I stopped in October. It's like, that was it for me. Stop mm -hmm. taking them shits and stop drinking. I haven't touched the drink since. Since the last and time you was on my show. That fucking nasty ass shit. I thought Tiger Ball. You caught Tiger me with ball. that. Tiger Man ball. caught me with that shit, because niggas <laughs> be telling you, no, 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 it's like ginseng. That shit it ain't is. nothing there. No, it ain't. It's really Chinese wine. There ain't a bone in that pot. pot. There ain't no tiger's bones in that bottle at all. Not a, not even a pinch of tiger nah. in is, that bitch. Is that right. was that the era where you were turning down interviews? Because I remember trying to get at you when you. I was, was just... turning down interviews. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, around that time, I, I was definitely turning down interviews. I was bitter. Why? What? Um, I couldn't see. I mean, I'm coming down off fucking. You know, months and months of e-pill usage and shit and depression. And I have these anxieties, especially social anxieties at mm -hmm. times and shit. That's mm -hmm. what Rock said. And I didn't want to talk to anybody because I didn't want to be exposed. Yo, That's right. how I'm looking at it. Right. I didn't want to be exposed in that moment. Very vulnerable. There's a feeling that you get. That's yeah. real shit, man. When you, when you like on a come down of them shits where it's like... I don't want to talk to nobody. You don't even want to say hi to people. Because you, you might tell me yourself? No, because you just feel like you're not yourself in that moment or there's mm. something wrong or people are going to be able to see that there's something wrong with you. So you kind of like you're trying to avoid become shame. closed in. It's like somebody yeah. who's first time smoking weed and then no. y'all go to a public place and they just think everybody yeah, and they're like high. Now no. you're super paranoid because it's your <laughs> first time shit. being high. We know about that but, but more than that, it's, it's, it's the serotonin levels and your brain is drained. Yeah. Mm. Serotonin is like, you know, it's, it's, it's like the happy part. It's the calm, yeah. When that shit is drained, what you left with? You got to re-up then. No, no, you, re you, know, you, you left with everything Yeah, everything else. Doesn't the deep pill yeah. re-up you? Up oh, if you would have got an interview, you would have got so much shit. I would have been all my whole, my whole goal in interviewing you was seeing the transition happening over at Dev Jam, seeing them trying to like usher out some of my favorite MCs, and I wanted to expose that. that I, I wouldn't have a you, career right now. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would not. I'm telling you, I would have been all oh, airing some shit out, and that was how I felt at that moment, but that was me dealing with my own insecurities. Right. At that point, because none of those dudes ever did nothing to me up at Def Jam. Mm -hmm. Nobody who worked there, staff, anything. They might not have included me mm -hmm. in a lot of things. That counts. Yeah. I mean, but they didn't do that. Let me put it this way. It didn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> but right. it did get me to a point where it was like, maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I need to do this. Maybe I need to do that. Now I'm questioning myself, and my self-esteem is leaving with every question. Mm. Every mm. question I have, more self-esteem, right. more self-esteem. And then to be in these circles with these mega stars now, and the label treats you or that you're not, you don't feel because you're too conscious of it now. You feel like you're not being treated the way you should be yeah. treated now because mm. you're so conscious and you're, aware. You're looking through and those lenses. Yes. And, yes. the and you're actually looking for, for something to justify what you're thinking rather than seeing 
the good that's going on. That and knowing that feeling, knowing this is going on, because it happened to me as a child, I recluse, became recluse. And it was more or less like, let me fix myself first. And I felt like a cocoon. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go into this cocoon. And when I come out, if I'm not in better shape than I was before, fuck it. I'm going to be the worst motherfucker on this planet. Mm. Period. I'm just going to let those nasty thoughts and everything take over me and anybody get in my fucking way going. And w would that make you Melly Mel? No, I'm talking, look, B, man, I was, I ain't like myself, so I didn't like anybody fucking else. Right. So that meant anything that would have came in my circumference at that point in time was going to get it. My family went through a lot with my ass during that era, man. Right. And I, and I can admit that I did take a lot of my fucking misery out on them, and they did not deserve it. And I took some of my misery out on people at Def Jam that did not fucking deserve it. You know, I had an episode with Beyonce, and this is me being miserable, okay? Uh, I had met them overseas with Jay. We were all over there. Well, I didn't meet them with Jay. Jay, Dame, all of us were over there. We were doing the MOBO. Awards. That's like their soul train. Yeah. Uh -huh. And the girls were there. Very nice. This is when it was still four of them, the original members. Very right. nice, very cordial, all that. And I always kept that in my head. Like, these are some decent young ladies and shit. Fast forward. Now it's three members. They got the two new girls. And um, we were at Janet Jackson's Icon. Mm. And uh, I remember we were, I just came off stage. And where we were sitting at, nothing but VIPs. You know, we had NSYNC up here. Destiny Child right there. Tommy Lee was over here, pink. And uh, I see the girls. So, you know, I kind of moseyed out of my seat to go over and say what's up to them. Now, this is me still in my low self-esteem era. But I'm thinking like, okay, comfort zone here. I'm going to say what's up to the girls. I love them. I'm just going to say hi. I go over to say hi to them. And when I said hi, they didn't even turn around and acknowledge me. Now, my ass in my head with my low self-esteem is like, oh, they just shitted on me. When in fact, they didn't even hear me. It was so loud in that motherfucker. And that's, that's the excuse that I'm giving mm. right now. They didn't even fucking hear me. That's what. Afterwards, Rockwiler, he was going to do the Bootylicious song for him. Mm -hmm. He comes over. He's talking to him. He's like, oh, y'all know Red and Meth? And they put their hands out to shake. And I kept my hand here and was like, go ahead with that Hollywood shit. To this day, that shit hurt my heart because neither Kelly, Beyonce, or Michelle ever did any fucking thing to me, you know? Mm. But me being so miserable and in that fucking moment, I felt like they wasn't treating me the way I should have been treated. Who am mm. I to think that about these girls? They're here to promote themselves and, and, and break records and things of that nature. And it was not about me. It was about Janet fucking Jackson. Mm. Mm. You know? And to this day, man, like, I, I don't think I've ever apologized for that. I apologize to Beyonce, I apologize to Kelly Rowland and Michelle. Y'all did not deserve that at all. Mm. I wonder if they remember that. Because, you know, they probably had them, them posters on their wall, too. You know that, right? Doubt it. <laughs> you know, they probably had <laughs> them <laughs> posters on their settings. They that's got ripped Houston. down as soon as they got Don't home. That. Bro, that's Ow. Swisher House. Uh, not Swisher House. Uh, Jay Prince and them. You know what I mean? Now, come on. They, Houston Matt, had his whole, own sleep fucking hip-hop movement. Oh, like Matt, New York had their own little shit. You can't Listen, sell, they were yeah. selling Source magazines Thank out you. there. Yeah. 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 You 
was on some text walls. You can't just let you go. You can't sell a record just you sold you and not be out you there. Not like, be you got walls, but I'm you was on them walls. I used to walk in like, God damn, this nigga again. That's what's up. I gotta get my shit shaped up right. Yo, I got where I got this from. Kane. Kane. I work video. Oh yeah, oh, he let it wolf. I get the jump. Oh, no, no. He got rid of the, he let I it. was like, okay, time to switch it up. Dang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang. Uh, Tretch. That's why I got braids. Oh. And when I seen Tretch, I was not afraid to give it up. And Tretch, no lie, I love you, Tretch, but this is <laughs> what you did this shit. You got to jack the rapper, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember this so vividly because we came, our tour bus was fucked up, everything. We stayed like maybe 90 miles away from where everything was popping at because the hotels were cheaper. <laughs> we, <laughs> serious, this is loud. Early days, Steve Griffin was doing his thing, though. Yeah. Mm. Come over to oh, the you spot. you were still on loud. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's this the Wu-Tang deal. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. Okay, yeah. got you. We died at Jack the Rapper. Yeah, if anybody from the era, they, y'all know a Jack the Rapper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who was it? Ultramagnetic MCs. It's like in this hotel. Wow. They got a, They got like a, a, one of those rooms, one of right. those ballrooms and shit. Right. Yeah. So, a lot of people are performing. Ultramag. Now, they're not trying to let us perform. They don't want to let us perform and shit. Nobody's right now and shit. Ultramagnetic MCs at the end of their set cut their shit short and gave us the mics and let us get on. But prior to that, like I said, there was a lot of people performing there. And I remember seeing Tretch from Naughty and a couple of other niggas and be real. So I walked mm. by and uh, said, what's up, Tretch? Nigga did, gave me the... <laughs> but that's trash, though. I yeah, mean, yeah. he consistent. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, years later and shit, I run into the nigga. He didn't know who the fuck I was anyway and shit. But, yeah. Right. And, and you know what? In that moment, it was like, I love this nigga. <laughs> like, I love this nigga for that. That's right. right. Don't even, you know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But um, Ultra Mag let us get on the mic that night, and, mm. and that was the best ever, man. Like, that's why I would never, when it comes to, you know, Math Hoffa, even Big T, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Big Niggas, T. I'm like, yeah, why not? Let's go. Why not? Yeah. Let's go. You know what That's I'm saying? That's exactly what you. you said. Yeah. Why not? That day when I was like, you <laughs> was like, yo, you do, I'm like, yo, do a song with me. Mm-hmm. You was like, math and meth? Why not? I said, nice. <laughs> it's, it's, yo, I'm saying, but like I said, I don't, I have no problem bridging that gap. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan mm. of excellence. Yeah, definitely. That, like, I'm a fan of say excellence. Say that? Yeah. You're I'm, a fan of what? Excellence. Period. Excellent. Now, mm. when I seen him, he didn't even see me. Mm. I, I did. called him. Wow. Just like I was that. Like, I turned around. I seen Meth coming. I was like, Nah, <laughs> Nah. This ain't had because it was a modal technique. He invited me out there. Nice. So I'm walking around. I'm like, Oh shit, they go Q-tip. Oh, shit. yo, this is crazy. I'm back. I'm seeing the trailers. I'm reading the names. I'm fucking like, Chris Rock was back there too, nigga. Son. I seen him. Chris but, Rock was back there. Yeah, he was back there. Shit, he was fucking with Young Dirty Bastard. I thought they was gonna do some shit together, but that never came to fruition. What? Snoop. Yeah, Snoop dude. was there, Buster. Yeah. I ran into Swave, though, yeah. and I fucked his name up. I called him Suave Seven. Pardon me, Swave. 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 Oh, like, <laughs> you Suave Seven, and niggas like, yeah, Don't Swave. <laughs> yeah, Swave. Doing the order, yeah. Like, Swave, man. Like, damn, I lost one. I'm a fan of this nigga. It's easy to volunteer to jump on somebody's record when you, you ain't got to worry about getting, like, absolutely embarrassed. What you mean? No, but I'm not, yo, well, honestly, knows, I don't think what? you should be an MC. Honestly, I don't think you should be an MC 
if you don't think you better than everybody else. Niggas thought I had a problem with Joe Button saying he was better than me. No, I had no fucking problem with that. He supposed to feel that fucking way. Right. My problem with Joe was everything that came after that. Right. You know what I mean? But and it was, was more or less like, nigga. Because he kept, fuck, you think, this, me and him on the record, you think I went a lot of shit, And I'm sitting there like, Joe, I don't fuck with nobody. Leave me alone. Right. Mm. This is me being my introverted self. Leave me the fuck alone. Why am I the fucking subject right now? And he right. was wrong. Out of all the people on that list for him to pick meth, that list was like a mile long. And mm. you pick like oh. one of the nicest niggas we got and say that it's a no-brainer you would smoke him. That's why we all got upset. Like, out of everybody else on this list, you pick this nigga? All right, when you got the phone call that he got punched in the mouth, I didn't get a phone call. Well, you didn't get a phone no, call. No, no, About the rape. Well, no, oh. Kinda, kinda, kinda. Yeah, I did. Kinda, kinda. Yeah, I did. Go ahead, though. I'm listening. <laughs> how, well, how did you feel? I was like, I told that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm keeping it a buck. Me and Joe yeah. had a. I went to Jones Beach, all right? And um, I had just came from overseas. I flew right from overseas and went right to Jones Beach. This is where Ray was before. He was on the tour with them niggas. Slaughterhouse, Raekwon. I go right there. Right from the airport. Bags, everything still in there. I pull up. First niggas I see, M.O.P. Shout out Billy Dan. Shout Yo, out Fame. Shout out Fame. Nigga warning up on That's me like, Yo, bro. niggas doing push-ups and shit. I was like, what the who? What you mean push-ups? He's like, Joe. I was like, what? Joe Button doing push-ups and shit? I was like, oh, okay. All right. It's cool. Whatever. We get to the side of the stage and shit. You know, a bunch of Staten Island niggas around because they know I'm here now. Now I was like, mm, let's see what Meth gonna do. Joe approached. I'm like, God, why this nigga come over do here? Not Jesus. now. Yeah. Like, damn, do he know that there's niggas over here hungry right now? You amongst wolves, nigga. Yeah. Don't do that. He had Crook with him. Niggas love Crook. Yeah. Mm. So he's trying to say something in my ear. I heard a couple of words, but then I see this white boy filming on his camera. So now my focus is there. I don't even hear what Joe's saying. Yeah. I go to snatch the shit out of his head. Now I know the wolves is hungry because they start pounding on the nigga. Stop, man. fuck y'all doing? We in Long Island. Anybody know anything about Long Island? Long Island. Nigga, that shit is long down down South Island. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know what I mean? They get, get locked. Yeah. For real. They'll For lose real. you Quickly. out that bitch. Yeah. For real. Whoa. So, you know, whatever, whatever. Me and Joe, after that whole shit happened, because they disappeared. Smart. Good. Like you do. Yeah, you should. I would have did the same shit. Mm -hmm. um, I go to walk back towards the van. And Joe's over. Joe want to talk to you. Where you at? Okay, I'll go over here. We walk over there. We go behind the van. Now, Joe, you don't know this. But the whole time you was talking, I was going to snuff you. But the fact, the, the reason why I didn't in that moment was because you said some real shit. You had said some real shit. And I don't know exactly what it was word for word and shit. But it was definitely something that made me think in that moment. Joe's a very smart motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Very smart motherfucker. Chess, not checkers. Right. And it got to a point where now it's like, I'm talking to him like, you a talented motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? You don't need to go this route with all that dumb shit and this, that, and the third. But I'm telling you, after this moment, if there's any more bullshit, my hands is tied. I remember. Did he... I don't know if he acknowledged that shit now that I think about it. I don't think he did because later on that day, he did something, saying something. He did some kind of interview or some shit like that or some freestyle or something. Damn. He named Deck and right. he named Ray and this is what happened. 
that's when that shit happened where they 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 were in uh Cali I believe and yeah. I wasn't I wasn't there but from word of mouth they walked in their dressing room which wasn't locked and somebody got smacked in the motherfucking face he didn't get punched he got smacked but the nigga that hit him hands is so fucking big and shit like he do this he he put hands on niggas and shit right. so you know it, it looked worse than what it actually was and shit he just got smacked Right. That was pretty much it. And that was, if anything, he had already gotten a warning shot. When I told him, look, my nigga, just chill out. Stop it. Just stop that. You a talented motherfucker. You don't need right. to go that route. Just kill him with rhymes or whatever, whatever it is. Right. Still want to do the part. But from my understanding, like, even when Ransom came on the show, they were like, yo, Joe, his competitive side, like, he pops off. Like, when they used to do those clue tape sessions and the freestyles and all that. Yeah. They... They said Joe used to be in there talking the most shit to everybody. Yeah, I think he came from that environment. Right. Mm. Where that's what niggas did, and it was never taken to a point where somebody put hands on somebody. Mm. You know, one of those environments, you know how niggas talk amongst each other and shit, they know right. shit, and you know, fuck you bitch ass nigga, and in a, a different kind of setting though, them yeah. fighting words, Right. period. But you know, you amongst your niggas. Right. And um, Joe, like I said, just, He's just a smart motherfucker, and that shit could have been so avoided, mm. you know, because I spoke to him. Me and him spoke. He knows this shit. He spoke. We spoke. And me just keeping it a buck, being honest, keeping it a hundred. I want to punch him in his motherfucking face, and I'm pretty sure he knew that. That's what the push-ups was for. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not trying to be funny, man. Come on, man. I'm not trying to be funny, man. For real, man. You know? But now me and Joe cool. Very cool, you know? And I get it. <laughs> I get what Joey was doing. I get what he was which doing was. in that moment, which was being an MC. Right. I'm better than. Yeah. I'm better. You supposed to feel the that way. I'm better side. than that. And right. you just said it. his competitive side right. rose to the. But then you got the. We're in the internet era now. Back in the day, that shit wouldn't have got no further than that. Right. Mm -hmm. We're in the internet era, so people egging. They throwing salt on it and shit like that, and he's responding because that's what he does. Right. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But he don't know I'm listening. Mm. I, I think the internet thing, at first, it fucked a lot of people up. In what capacity, though? And you're talking to thousands of people in real time. Mm -hmm. you're, you're receiving comments from people in real time, that you yeah. would have never, ever, like, you'll never cross paths with these people. That's true. From a psychological standpoint? On, on your Instagram. You, yeah. you post up a picture with whatever. It's coming. And you, and you read those comments. Mm-hmm. Some of the people that's commenting, you will never ever meet in life, bro. But that's you know, that's you know what I'm saying? So when people were exposed to that and they, they realized, oh, I can say certain things and I'll never meet them or whatever, a I don't lot think of Joe, trolling and, yeah. and, and instigating came out of that. I don't think Joe does that. I think Joe speaks from his heart. Like he's, he has a lot of conviction in his words, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? It just, in certain circles, that shit don't fly. Yeah. It's like yeah. walking in that area and adapting to what it is in that room and in that space at the time. Right. What Joe didn't understand was more people loved me in that moment than they did him. Not saying they don't love him, right. but in that moment, they loved me more than they loved him. He became the antagonist. Mm. Mm. So Especially since he started, literally. Well, he didn't. He just had an opinion about he started him it. saying he was better than. That's him starting But the people egged him on. You not better this, that, and what, nigga? I could do this, that. I run circles in the... 
this is just him being compared. You can't blame no man yeah, for that, because right. in that same space, I can't say I wouldn't have done the same fucking thing. Mm, right. I believe, and then been like, how the, after getting smacked, oh, I wouldn't have got smacked, though. Pardon me. But after being confronted with all this fucking heat and all that shit, I would have been like, well, how the fuck did I get here? Now I got to run it back. Right. I believe in competition without malice. I believe if you good, we should be able to compete. I took it without I malice. Able, not you specifically. Absolutely. But I, this is something that I've always been trying to spread to MCs. Mm. You don't have to hate the man in order to go at his head and want to get him out of here. That's been proven. That's how it should be. Like, yeah. especially since your, 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 your competition should be the top of the food chain. Mm. You yeah, shouldn't I, be I aiming thought, for undermath if you're a I remember feeling like rapper. you dissed me on our rec the record that I couldn't believe that shit either, because you know what? <laughs> no lie. All I did on that record was follow the rhyme pattern you used. No, but it was what you said. You ain't, you I, ain't lived till I, you made your first million. Mm. Your top models want to swallow your children. So, so I get on there. I go first. I say, you ain't lived till you caught a licking boogie or made a chick eat another chick pussy. Mm -hmm. Now, Meth comes on, you ain't lived till you made your first million. And top models want to swallow so, your children. children. Yeah, okay. I told you Wu-Tang is for the children. But then it's I thought I told you Wu-Tang was for the children way before rap moving crack, crack in, in your buildings. buildings. Yeah. So he did. So it was like, you bring it out. But you get it. I but in that moment, I wasn't dealing with a battle rap. I was dealing with an MC. I wasn't, you know, but you was thinking battle rap. Yeah. Entendres and things of that nature. I was just trying to keep no, up. When I, when I first got the verse, I sat there for a little while. I was like, <laughs> one, yo, I got a verse for Method Man. Dope. That's fine. Dope. Two, I think he's dissing me. <laughs> <laughs> and three, oh, wow. I'm still going to put this out. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, so fuck it. I'm going to smile, throwing his hoodie, da da da. That's da, great. Da. Can't do shot the Yeah, back. That's why I met Yo, I wish we had shot a different video for that, man. I well, I mean, in hindsight and shit. In hindsight, it's I was going to be like that. Shit. But the moment. I had shirtless hoodies and shit. Man. Man, it was a great fucking moment, man. Yeah, it was. I met Cortez. Yeah. Tens. I met fucking DNA. Right. Young DNA. Young DNA. I met Eric. I met Eric. I met young DNA. Yeah, Eric's. No, for real. Like, and. I wasn't even familiar with DNA, but I knew who Mav was. Right. I knew who Cortez was. I had just seen one of his battles and shit. And I had asked their opinion who they thought was the dopest nigga. Hollow the Don, right? So I started watching all the Hollow. Who, to who told you that? Y'all did. And you ended up battling him. You know, sometimes you do things for people that wouldn't do the same for you. And then the subject of Bill Collector came up. That's BC. That's, crazy. That's my That's nigga, yo. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. at first it was like, they, it took them to make me understand because I went back and looked at him again and was like, this nigga is fire. I didn't get it at first. Right. But I was still young in the ears listening to this transition from what, you know, Poison Pen and them niggas or the, the Lion's Den was doing and uh, Sub-Zero and all that shit was doing. Deep free. Right. And it was, I just know that and I'm about to give up my shit right now, but in that moment was when my hand got hot again. Really hot. Watching these dudes, watching their battles and shit like that. And I you was felt like, like oh, you lost it for a second? No, I, I was just saying, there's no place for lyricism anymore. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm. And it was I was different. like, was these different. guys are doing we was moving exactly into the trap what I era. love. So fuck yeah. it. Now that I know that there's an audience there, I don't care if nobody else is listening. Let's see if they are. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Have yeah. you ever Walking felt like up. you lost it? Yeah. I'm telling you, there was a whole era where I was doing four fucking projects. 
my own, Wu-Tang, me and Redman, and then the occasional swarm, killer bean, right, you know right, what right, I mean? Right. Shit like that. Affiliates. And, right. And I was jotting. It was at a point where I didn't, I hated the fucking studio. I hated writing in the studio, all that shit, because it was like, I felt like I was on a clock. And Redman, mm. Redman, beat. I didn't go up in the, in the booth. Boom. 10 minutes. And the shit be fire. My top, one of my top three favorite all-time MCs. Yeah, that nigga. Ever in life. Yo, yeah, just, shout to Red, man. Shout to Red. And that man. was a lot, just being with him. And, you know, he older than me by a year, too. Big bro. Taught me a lot, lot of yeah. shit. A lot of shit about. And he would do it in slick ways, too, because we used to go out and do shows. And, I mean, as soon as I come out on stage, I would jump in the crowd. That take all the energy out the room, because there's a lot of people that can't even fucking see you now. And he's standing up on stage, and he's like, well, what the fuck I'm supposed to do? <laughs> Why are you down in the fucking crowd and shit, you know? <laughs> so he did it in a slick way. We were on a tour bus. He was like, yo, come check this shit out right here. Run DMC. They were performing live. And he was like, you see how these motherfuckers? He was like, watch this part right here. And I remember, because D was like, yo. Rum, Rum was saying to D, he was like, hey, yo, D, what's that on your head? That's my black hat. Mess around, you get capped. And he was like, D, what's that on your back? That's my black shirt. Fuck around, you get hurt. I'm not doing this verbatim, but you know. Right, right, right. He was like, mm-hmm. D, what's that right there? That's my black belt. I'll take it off, give you welts. D, what's that? Black pants. Fuck around, I get a dent with. What a. And D, what the fuck are those? <laughs> My Adidas. Crowd was going crazy before you even said Adidas. I was like, yeah, Red is right. I'm going to stop doing this dumb shit. Get my shit together, right? There you go. Shout out. Get my shit together. And even with slowing down. Part of your down, religion, bro. And even with slowing down my cadence enough where it's like I can't get away with just jotting anymore. I'm like, coming behind this dude, I can't get it. But there were there was a moment where it was like, I was just jotting. I didn't want to be in the studio. It was like quick bars. None of it was like concurrent sentences. None of that shit. It was just a bunch of wild and crazy thoughts all thrown on paper. Mm. It didn't work for me. Which People was like, he the worst one in the Wu-Tang. Meth has so much potential. Mr. Go back to where yeah. you once belonged. You heard what he said? All that shit. You heard what he said? Who are the, who are the people that were saying that? No, it was... Because you said that on the first time you came on the show that you, you felt like you was the wackest in Wu-Tang. I'm like, what? I, I remember reading Ego Trip, which I respected, and a magazine which I respected. And they, they had a lot of opinions that I agreed with, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, and, that, and it was one thing in there. They were talking about rappers with potential that never... Or rappers... I, I just know that with Method Man, it was like, they called me Mr. Mr. Potential. Mm-hmm. And he said... Um, it gave like some synopsis, but the shit that I remember, because I put it in the rhyme, was get back to where you once belonged. And that right there was like, you know what? They write because I used to love sitting down and writing. Now it became a job to me. It was like every time I turned around, it was another record. I mean, I didn't get a summer mm-hmm. or a vacation because we would record these albums during the summer and be touring at the same time. Yeah. When I did my first album, Wu-Tang was on tour, promoting Into the 36 Chambers. But Def Jam wanted they fucking record. Right. Now, the only thing that fucked that shit up, because I had records, RZA had a flood in his house. They killed his ride. Everything. Right so shit. I'm making, regardless of how people feel about my first album, if they knew the process that it went through to go through, that I went through to make that motherfucker, that's a five mic one easily. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody losing all their music five minutes before they got a show. 
and they and improv the rest of the shit and still kill the fucking, fucking show. show. That's crazy. For real. I'm talking, we were on the road, uh, no data, none of that shit. Rizzo had to remake beats and shit like that. And when we would leave the stage and these dudes was going doing they one, two, one, two after, you know, yeah. well known now, I was in the studio. Mm. Right after that, I go right in the studio and I'm in there till like three, four in the morning, but we got radio at six. Mm. That kind of shit. Bring but for me, it never hit me in my head that this is too much because before that, I was hustling in the same spot every day. Right. right. In the same fucking spot, this same fucking little fucking area right here. Watching niggas get bagged there every day, hoping it ain't my day to day. Right. Niggas getting shot there, standing right there with one just whistle right by your ass and you say, okay, I was lucky that day kind of shit. And not even thinking about it. This destructive ass behavior that we are fucking, that we were fucking, I, I can't even find the words Hypnotized. for that shit. Hypnotized. Well, Bra not, not even hypnotized. to. Where we, we've, we've been acclimated. Acclimated. Mm -hmm. Acclimated to, to a point where niggas, niggas know, niggas are here one gunshot, niggas won't flinch. But if two, three, four come behind that, now it's like, okay, where that okay, shit what's coming that? from? Right. Right? That's just us. Niggas, one thing that Joey noticed that Fat Joe did, and I told him it's some street shit. Every time somebody came through that door, Joe was like this. Yeah, he was looking. Every time. Yeah. When niggas, when they was first coming around doing interviews with us on the block and shit, it was like I never looked no at nobody when I was on the block. It was like I was always like this. Looking up. Because, looking yeah, because it's either cops or customers. Yeah. Either or, cops or customers. And you're talking to the nigga right here and shit, but it's more or less like this. You never turn your back to the fucking street. Wow. Mm -hmm. Ever. Ever. Not in them areas. Not talking no camera. Mm-mm. So the idea of getting away from that, I was, being in I the was, studio till I three had, in the I morning. Had even, I had only been on a plane once before Wu-Tang. Once. And we flew, we flew to Cali. I had never been to California. This is my first time in Cali. Mm -hmm. We stayed at that shitty-ass Roosevelt Hotel and all that shit. Mm. <laughs> what was that Cali weed experience like the first time? We didn't get any. We didn't get any at first. I mean, we, we that first little shit, when we were staying there, we went to the Glam Slam Princess Club out there. It was a very famous club and shit. Stood outside, never got in. Whole crew. Wow. By the time we did get in, though, oh. Come on, it was, it was like awesome. the fat boys getting in the fever, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we popping down. What's happening? I'm in the glam slam. What's yeah. good? Yeah. That matter of fact, that picture of me and Fat Lip. Mm. Mm. That was in the glam slam. That. Wow. I remember that. I met Curtis Blow that night, too. Kurt Blow, and I always gave Curtis fucking love. Always gave Curtis love. I got a million stories. You know that shit. I got to use the bathroom. Now. I got to pay the water bill. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. Bro, it ain't so we was about. just talking about this. Mm-hmm. Two ladies is outside. We talking. Yeah. I bigger point it out. I'm just like, yo, I think she over there recording. I look. I'm like, those are the ladies who had the poster on the wall. <laughs> Factory settings. Yeah. Meth walks over. He hugged her. She was like, yo, I had a stroke, but I still walked over here. Mm -hmm. My friend said she saw you and. Love, love, real love. Absolutely. Started crying and shit. Yeah, and facts. That happened in a long time. I felt like KC from Jodeci, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to hit it with a hoo yeah, hoo <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> she would have lost it. She like, oh, I just survived one stroke. Don't give me another. You would have started singing lyrics from All I Need. It what? Been over. Oh, God. Over. 
Oh, yeah. God. Damn, I love this fucking show. Expert opinion, motherfucker. Ooh, if you ain't here, you ain't nowhere, bitch. You <laughs> heard? It's, you heard? it's serious hip hop moments like that yeah. that make you reflect on the, what, what we're putting out to the people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And how much they idolize you, look up to you. You know, regardless of how like you look that, at yourself, you know some people so, out there. Yeah, you yeah. Know, how are we affecting? It becomes bigger than you. The people. Because yeah. you create a moment that lives in the backdrop of somebody's life for the Absolute rest of their life. And this is why a lot of artists, especially, cre let's just call them creatives, a lot of creatives do a lot of philanthropy. Yeah. Or they do a lot of, you know, they do the charity work or they start organizations. So to feel fulfilled, especially when the creative side just yeah. doesn't fill your heart anymore. Right. So. Absolutely right. I mean, I always tell people when people are like, yo, you mind if I get a pill? I'm like, yo, this is what I worked for. Yeah, yeah. go for it. Yeah. Let's get it. Yes. All yeah, right, man. so let's get to it. I want to get to this muscle. Right. Let's get to this muscle. We have my man, yeah. Sticky Fingers, on the show. Yeah. Queens get the money. You ain't going to be saying that in a minute. <laughs> Just let you know. Be saying right. that for life. And I said, um... You know, they were talking about battling. Yeah. And I was like, you know, who, who would y'all battle? Yeah. Somebody, I think it was either them or somebody in the room suggested I Red said, and Meth. Red and Meth. I said, they should battle Red and Meth. And Sticky was like, nah, I bodied them on the track already. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, who do? Where are you? Or? <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> we talked about this before. All right, let me ask this. Let me ask one question. Right, right. What was in the cups? <laughs> um, <laughs> this? That, that was yeah, in the cups. Yeah. Okay. All right, now I have a better outlook. Now I can give you my, my, my uh, rebuttal here. Right. Ooh, uh, yeah. First of all, Sticky, Onyx as a whole, they Amazing. changed the way I looked at hip-hop. Facts. Big facts. facts. Fashion-wise, everything. Everything. Um, Sticky. As an MC, we used to wait for Sticky Fingers verses. The same way we used to wait for a Busta Rhymes verse. Not saying the other two niggas was whack. It was just that. He was the anchor. That. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, with that being said, and I'm going to keep it a buck here, there was a moment in my pen game where even I felt weak, regardless to anybody else's opinion about it. Right. And Sticky might have caught one of the moments. Now, if he can tell me which record he, it was, that he bodied us on. Right. We can put it out there for public opinion. Sticky! We can put it out there for public opinion. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. can decide themselves. Wait, 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 wait. And I hope it's not, um, what is that? Uh, what was the song we did? Wu-Tang yeah, and um, Onyx. Uh, our judgment well, Night? Tell no, me about that night. session, because I heard you guys were the last two guys in the studio. I believe so, and I was fucked up that day. Fucked up. So I was jotting, again. I ain't gonna even lie. Mentally and or on... I was smoking alcohol. and alcohol. And drinking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what was the name? The Worst was the name of it. Yeah, The, the worst. worst. First things first, man, you're fucking first, with, with the, the Worst. worst. And, this, and this was my first time meeting X. Um, X1. Okay. Right. Not, it's, right? X1. Yeah, yeah, X1. X1. Okay. Yeah. X1. And um, I didn't know he part of the group and shit, but apparently he had been a part of the group for a fucking while and shit, so we all vibing in there. Like I said, I love these niggas. So it gets to a point now where hours is passing by and I ain't wrote shit on the paper. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm in there, I'm with Onyx, nigga, my niggas and shit. Right. So by the time I get in the booth, like I said, I was jotting. And if you ask my opinion on that record, me and Sticky had the worst verses. The nigga that killed that shit was Sin. Yeah. Killer, Killer Sin, Sin killed that he, shit. He went crazy on that. As far as the whole record go, it's a good record. 
But me and Sticky, I don't think we had the, uh, not even close to the best verses mm. on that record. I give him that. But was his verse better than mine? I don't know. I'll leave that for public opinion. I wouldn't put myself out there like that because every no, MC... No, it wasn't that record because he said, unless he was talking about a record he did with you and then another record he did with yeah, Red Man. Because he didn't do a record, do a record with, with me with and Red Man at, at the same time. Okay. Oh, matter of fact, you know what? I think it, it might have been that, huh, get it up, huh. I saw your boy, boy pick get it, it up. up. Yeah. Huh. That was a hard-ass fucking record, Sticky. My gosh, I couldn't wait to get on that phone. When I heard they was doing a remix, I wasn't even supposed to be on it. I just showed up. <laughs> Doc told me and shit. I just showed up. Showed up. <laughs> He's like, nah, See, I'm speaking of this. verses, I'm so hot to death, I'll probably get shot to death. Come on, Sticky. That was fire Is that right there. Yeah. But, uh, how do I feel? Y'all want to know how I feel about yeah, it? Yeah, how do you, you feel about it how now? How do I feel about it now? Yeah. Like I said, to you on the phone, I love Onyx. Bless those boys. Huh? Bless those guys. I wish him nothing but the best. Man, love and light. I, I hear you, man. Love and light. I hear you, man. Love and light, But you man. know what? Um, you've been rapping like you got something to prove, bro. Absolutely. Like, it, I mean, it's been it's been wild. Feels like I'm making up for lost time for all those years I was jotting. I feel like I owe these people that shit. Ever since your joint, ever since you going back and forth with Black Thought on how it feels like you you turned the corner. Oh, it's before that. No, because um, but I just didn't hear the joints. Um, I actually when I stopped cursing, mm -hmm. it was um. I was doing a, a commercial for, no, I, this happened before that. I was, I don't know, something happened where I had to do a record where there was no cursing in it. And it was like, you know what? I'm mad that they don't want me to curse, but I'm still gonna try and make it the hardest okay. shit I ever wrote. Right. Mm -hmm. Without the curses. And it was still hard. And I was like, wow, you know what? Let me just, for my own personal, to make it more interesting for me, cause like I said, I was getting tired of writing. Let me try to take all the curse words out took all the curse words out. And uh, I remember I was supposed to do a, a, a song for Sour Patch Kids. And there was no curses in it when I sent it to them. And they were like, can he um, be a little bit harder, maybe throw a few curse words in there? She was like, oh shit. <laughs> for like, Sour Patch Kids? For Sour Patch Kids, Yo. yeah. They wanted me, like, I was- They wanted like, you to be sour. They wanted me to be sour. <laughs> and, you know, I did the best I could, but I still didn't curse. I, I stuck with that shit. And I remember telling Buster in the studio, and this was like, I had only, only written like two rhymes without curses in it. And I remember seeing Buster in the studio and I was telling him, look, I don't curse in my rhymes no more, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. And in my head, I'm saying to myself, like, damn, now I gotta stick to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. And for some reason, it it made me think a little more, be more, a little bit more intricate with my word choices. Mm -hmm. Right. And it improved me. But do you ever get to the line and you be like, damn, there's fucking been plenty with rhyme perfectly right there. <laughs> There's been plenty of fucking lines where, you know, bitch would have fit perfect right, right there. You know? <laughs> and shit, you know, and nigga, nigga, I don't, no nigga, none of that shit at all. Wow, I, was, I didn't know if that counted towards the It does, it does. My go-to. In my, in my opinion, anything, any word that my kids couldn't say around me, I didn't use. Fair. Mm. Yo, speaking of verses, we had Rock Wilder here. Uh-huh. And, you know, the Rock, Rock Wilder song. Yeah. And, the, you know, yeah, he no, said there was four, two extra verses, two extra verses, verses. incomplete, and wow. they said that the studio's holding it hostage, they wouldn't let it go, something to that effect. Y'all rocking on that? I don't know. He might be right though. He might be right. Because I asked him why was it so short, even though it was right. it, it's I, perfect. Red didn't like it. He didn't like the beat. He you didn't know, like the beat. Rockwaller is their baby. Yeah. Eric Sermon. Let me, let me tell you how the tree go. EMP. Mm-hmm. Right. 
To branch off from that, K Solo. Red Man. Das Effects. Das Effects. Now I'm on the P side. That's Das Effects. Um, then even Craig Mack was with them for a minute. Yeah. Right. Uh, then you get the Keith Murray. Um, whatever. Fuck, I ain't going through that whole yeah. list. Yeah. Right. But, <laughs> Damn, I done lost it again. Jamal, Hurricane G, down. Yeah, Jim, down, all the way down. Rockwaller. Right. Rockwaller. Right. Him being and, the baby. And Rockwaller had, was always there, but you know how you make your first two beats and shit, and he's like, I'll go back to the lab, nigga. Mm-hmm. And Doc kind of, him and Rockwaller made a lot of beats on his um, There's the Dark Side, I believe, mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. And that's when I think Rock found himself. But it was through that, not exactly tutelage, but like, nah, nigga, that ain't hard type shit that made him go back to the lab and work on his craft a bit more and shit. Right. But what was the question about Rock? He you said on... Um, the four verses? Yeah. I don't know about any four verses <laughs> You said shit. Red didn't like the... But Red didn't like the joint, and I attribute that shit to being, you know, this is my baby. I know he can do better. And he also said and, you started too early on the song. With well, me? Yeah. 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 But that's how you wrote it. No, but that's like, how that's I wrote it. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to come in four bars. Yeah. Because Eric... I don't, like I said, you do a joint with AE Double, it never sound the same after you did it in this shit. Yeah. Right. But I always liked that drop. And what hip hop, that's another thing hip hop lost in those records. We used to fucking do drops. Yeah. Like where all the music dropping, you still killing yeah. it, and then the music come back. back. We used to and, wait for them yeah. shits like that. Nice. Rock and rollers still do it. It's like a, a formula for them right. to do that shit. They don't do that shit no more and shit. So I found a, a pocket that I wanted yeah. to get in. Whether mm-hmm. it was long enough or not. Now, I don't even know. I, I didn't know how many bars I did on that shit. When I was writing the Bring the Pains and all that shit, I wasn't counting bars. Yeah, I didn't, didn't know how to, to count bars. It wasn't like niggas was doing that shit. Right. Who mm-hmm. cut you off? Who stopped you? It just stopped when I felt like it, th- this is where it ended. Right. And everything you wrote, they kept? Yeah. Wow. That explains how Old Dirty ended up with one big-ass long verse for uh, Shane, uh, Brooklyn Zoo. And mm. we never realized... I was. I remember being t- like today years old when I realized that there was no. Oh. It's, it's all one verse. Yeah. And then into the hook, but there's like no bridge, no nothing. nothing. It's literally one big ass verse. And that shit fucked me up. But there's no hook. Yeah. That's nothing. just him looping. Shame, Shame on you. you. Yeah. If you look yeah. at a bunch of Wu Tang records, it's not a slight against my crew and shit. But a lot of our titles didn't match the fucking song, but song at, at all. all. Ever. Yeah, y'all was yeah. like, you, you were like the, y'all were like the opposite of Tupac. Come on, With bro. Tupac, if you knew, if you knew the name of the song, then you knew the hook. Now Tupac take a phrase, and that was the name of the song. Yeah, yeah. that was, that was it. Meanwhile, yeah. you niggas, but, Uzi, Pinky Ring. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't like that. But like no, Iron Maiden. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uzi, Pinky <laughs> Ring. Yeah. Oh shit. That's the name of the record. <laughs> Black shampoo. I mean, <laughs> and, and in that era, it's hard as hell to find yeah. a rec- them records. Yeah, because you're like, damn, what they, they said this? Oh, that ain't the name. What is it? Yeah, I, man. I mean, yeah, but to bring it back to Onyx, the, my brothers, they they showed a lot of people how to perform too. They electric mm. on stage. Yeah. So if it if it was a a battle. Verbally, word for word, back and forth, I haven't heard them. So I I, I wouldn't even judge them and say something like, I'll murder them or some shit, because I haven't mm-hmm. heard them. And right. like I said, we used to wait for Sticky Fingers verses and shit, yeah. so I would not ever sleep on an MC. Um, Which is crazy but, to me, because I felt like Fredro could have been the third verse plenty of times. Yeah, absolutely. Fredro yeah. Fre- Fre- say some shit. Like, Fresh shit sound some- different now. 
like when you the same verses I listen to now versus listening to back then because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm with him. I we, we, Sticky was always an anchor, but they did that bass, the, the just the regular bass, the acapella, yeah. the acoustic version mm. of like one of them records. Last days. I, it was they did two. I heard Slam and I heard that one, but when I heard Fredjo's verse from Last Days. Over the acoustic, and I'm listening yeah. to the shit he's yeah. saying. Yeah. My corrupted, yeah. my corrupted is conducted through ghetto, sipping normal red on the hand on the metal, foot on the, the pedal, pedal, never settled. You on Carolina, Herrera, dirty down the carrots, sweaters, rubber and leathers, and slaves. Go play the guns and grenades. That's why I would never come on here and say some shit like I body them niggas. I love you, bro. I love you, bro. But, but, but. What's wrong with the competitive? Nothing. Right. Nothing at all. Right. Nothing at all. I just won't use those words. Right. You know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah, by all means. You know, niggas, you know, they, they probably get it in and shit. Me and Doc is definitely going to get it in. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But oh, we're I not going to put. I got it. But we're not, we're not putting that in the air. We're not my battle career, in the air. My battle career dead. I, after math, it was like, math, I'm dead on this. I retired. Oh. I retired. So, make, so, so make records. Oh. What up? No, I'm with you. <laughs> So make digger. records though. If you ain't gonna battle, just make records. That's what I do. We would love to hit. Like yeah, that would I be. I, I, I mean, it, we've done records with them before, and I, I never, I would never rule that out. I would love to do a, a whole album with myself and Redman with um, different duos, mm. Smith and Wesson. Mm. Um, I like that. Sticky corrupt and, and yeah. Daz and Corrupt. If we can get, Dor- we can get Capone and Noriega to speak and shit. They niggas, get, but they don't speak like yeah. that. If you get uh, Outcast to come out, Outcast, yo, that could happen. That could happen. Be, yeah. Really? Oh, you got to get Dre to rhyme again. Uh, I can yeah, You've been rhyming. You got to get Dre to come. Dude, if I you. I can do that. Please and thank you. I think you. I can do that. That would be insane. Three stacks and meth. The whole three stacks, big boy, red, and meth. Like but, that. But I, that I, would I'm be. I'm here for that. Like the marketing to kind of bring us into that time period where we could say, yeah, you can have a rap career for 20, 30 years. Yeah. Why like, not? Like these rock and roll guys, like these, these other not? genres. Why you know not? what I mean? Yeah. I think after a while, like, I don't know. I mean. The, the same way you felt like you were phased out. Well, you it, came it, to it, a point. it had other things right. played a part in it too, you know. Uh, Mistakes right. on my part, right. uh, mismanagement, not paying attention to, to certain things, worried about the wrong shit. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I feel like it's the time for that. Yeah. There was one other thing I wanted to ask you though: is how come? All right, we we know the the, the game that some companies might play, executives yeah. or whatever. You know, it's a business. They're thinking business first. But a lot of the best artists that are out now were signed by artists. Wow. Let me think about that. Okay, Why? Puffy, technically Puffy wasn't an artist when he signed Big So No. He was a creator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a creator. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, we talking about the J. Coles, the Drake's, yeah. the Nicky's. Yes. And J. Cole's camp. I love his camp. Fucking uh, Earth Gang. Niggas cold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Niggas yeah. cold. Yeah, cold world. Shit. They made me mad. Why? Because they said that shit about taking hip-hop too seriously. What you mean, taking it? That, those were their words. It was like, you, you niggas up north take hip-hop too seriously. But it's uh, true. I, I mean... It's true. 21 said the same thing. We started arguing about whether I could body nice. dot demo on a track. Mm-hmm. 
And he was like, see, that's some New York shit. We don't, we don't worry yo, about that shit. Yo, you an ill nigga, son. Yeah. Man, you he, just did the whole, yo. He got the, he, this motherfucker talented, nigga. He's super talented. This is a talented motherfucker right here, nigga. But that, yo. that's, what, that's what he did. And, and, that, and, but see, and that's how, when Andre said, the most powerful shit I said in war shows when Andre 3000 said, all the I know is the South got something to say. What we didn't realize in our conceitedness or, you know, being yeah. the home of it. Hubris. Yeah. These guys all knew each other. These guys all knew each other. And yeah. I'm not just talking about just ATL. T ATL fuck with Houston and Houston, Tennessee. New Orleans. And all these niggas know each other. And doing records Jackson, together and right. shit. So when that explosion happened, it, it was like we've all worked together before. You know, certain lines were drawn with gang lines and things like that. But all these niggas know each other. Sure. Whereas in New York, it's like, nigga, I'm better than you. Well, yep. I mean, niggas fuck with each other and shit, but right. it wasn't fucking fucking with each other. We didn't fuck with anybody outside of that shit, really. There were a few people that, that might have did it. Um, damn, can you name one? Somebody that what? went in from, not my era, but, you know, let's say like Kane in, the, in them era. Who bridged that gap and went over to, let's say, did something with a West Coast artist? Definitely y'all. Yeah. But, but before us. What? But that wasn't even intentional. Because I, I did something with Spice One personally by myself and shit, and, that, and I happened to walk in on his studio session. Right. That, that happened to me a lot. I walk in on a nigga's studio session, next thing I know I'm on a record. Right. Uh, I did that with Showbiz and AG. Mm. Walked in I on the studio session with Chunk yeah. King. Lord Finesse. Lord Finesse. Ooh, nigga. Mm. Lord Finesse. What records? The first Wrecking album. The whole album. The whole fucking whole album. first whole album. album. Now, this was another lesson for me. Good I, and this is why I use so many fucking cadences when I rhyme. I like to match the melodic parts of the beat. Sometimes I rhyme to the drum, sometimes the melody, just to mm. throw people off. I, we used to, like, that, that, that Lord Finesse, that first album hit like LL's first album. When we got that shit, that was our blueprint of how we going fucking rhyme. I remember LL's whole cadence and everything was... I'm gonna riffin', I'm gonna niffin', I'm gonna taking my line. Then I'm the I'm the tiffin', I'm the saving the dime. Rhyming those two words and then have his rhyming word. Right. Then rhyming those two words with these ones. Yeah. Run bit that shit. I remember when Run bit it. It was on the Raising Hell album. I was like, wait a minute, Run done changed his whole fucking cadence up. This shit mm. fucking crazy. But anyway, when this fucking album dropped, Lord Finesse. Like every, it was like Punchline King. Mm. Yeah. We sitting here listening to greatness, even Andre the Giant off one fucking song. Oh. Mm -hmm. One fucking song. And that one line, oh, oh my, jolly, jolly, Andre's a jolly mm. green jolly. Yeah. Man, I was like, this, this nigga was fucking crazy. Mm. And I was writing it. Punchline wise, like he was crazy. Yeah. He and this is when we, was, we were still, we used to listen to that shit on the way uptown mm. to go re up, come back, listening to that shit. Wow. Mm -hmm. But then it hit me. It was like, that next album came and it was like, damn, same cadence. Oh, wow, every record. Hmm. And then the punchlines weren't as potent anymore. Because now it's like, I figured you out. I'm not right. going to rhyme like that. Das Effects, same thing. Mm -hmm. But what Das did, Das could really fucking rhyme. The second album, they let it go. The second album, they stopped doing the, the stuff. Because every, Took their I, shit. I have to agree with a lot of the newer artists saying everybody, that 90s era wasn't as hard as everybody thought it was. Because there was so many fucking acts that came out that we don't even fucking remember. Just put 90s hip hop, no, eight, yeah, 90s hip hop, boom bap, and you will see 
like niggas we don't even fucking think of and shit. Yeah. Uh, but so many whack fucking records that were blueprints taken from DOS effects, blueprints taken from a, I remember a, a nigga named Joe Sinister. Oh, sounds just like Redman. Exactly like Redman. And he had bars. That was the worst part. Mm. Yeah. Very weird, though. Yeah, no, yeah, weird definitely. But I, I remember Joe Sinister. This was a nigga thought that it was cool to worship the devil and shit like that. You know what I mean? It was like a lot of that shit. I going think on. I remember this. Uh, people dude. under the sun. I think I remember that was the name the of the single. People up under, under the, the sun. sun. Yeah. Right. All that busted us from my sons. Niggas did dust. I bust rhymes to ice like just. I, I smoke dust. I get bids to go off and smoke rappers who can't blow up July 4th. Jam the rocks in the family. Shack attack. I wreck. Yeah. Sounds like road there. Like, yeah, nigga yeah. was, nigga was, nice. get lifted like a gym set. Hit the deck. I got more you milk than weight checks. can't even find that record now. I still got can't it. Yeah. I got it on cassette. I can't even get it on YouTube. Cassette? Yeah. <laughs> you got cassette playing in your house? I ain't saying I can play it. I just said I got cassette. But it was so many. It was so many, even when Wu-Tang came out, I remember a lot of crews came out. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying they're whack or anything like that, but yeah. it was like Crumb Snatchers. Y'all remember them? I remember them. Uh, what was their name? Uh, not, not, oh, uh, fuck. Oh. Rumpeltilskin. Remember them? Those my were my guys. My attitude is fucked up. Yeah, real those shitty. was my guys. That was uh, you had um, Night, what were they named? Something Breed, Raw Breed. Mm -hmm. Remember those guys? Mm -hmm. um, so many, man. And wow. for every Fat Boys, there was a Skinny Boys. Mm. You for every EPMD, Mighty JVC Force. Mm -hmm. I used to love those. I was a Long Island nigga, hard and so Granddaddy IU. You, you yeah. Fucking Big Daddy JVC Kane. Force. Kane was no, he was claiming Brooklyn though, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Granddaddy IU was like Kane's kid. Yeah, oh, he was nice too. But then you had Rel. That was Rakim's kid. Remember wow. Rel Philly. Here's here's what I say about '90s hip hop. When people start questioning me about it, say, it wasn't as hard as. Listen, here's the difference between us and y'all. Everybody was trying to do something new. It was yes, a race right. to get to the new thing. Right. Right. Nobody wanted to follow it. Even pe and people who were biting were blatantly biting, and we knew it, <laughs> and we called them on it. Like, right. you didn't get away with it. Right. We, we knew you were, we knew Day to Day didn't actually have a British accent. We knew that. When he was rhyming like Slick. Right. We knew Granddaddy IU got his whole shit from but Big Daddy Hayes, though. But then uh, just, take... just the same. Like we knew what it was, but everybody was trying to get to something the new. The early nineties. Yeah, I, I feel the same 90s. way about battle rap. I feel like the the the, the early everybody had their own style. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree. Yeah. And then after a while, I it was agree. like a cookie cutter type of thing. Just everybody the just PG. following the same one two step. Right. And yeah. the early nineties. Y'all niggas care. I did not get that shit at first. And Dope. then when I got it, yeah. I was dying. After I was little cracking crazy. the fuck up. PG step. Yeah. I hated that shit. Every dude was doing it. I hate this shit now. Click, click. But I like when twerk, twerk did it. But yeah. that did you know I'm like, who do that? Like who got the who got the who pistol? Got the burner who like do that? Who do they pistol like that? Get off my block! Like, you know, <laughs> I've seen I've seen like you know, Westerns and they, you know, those those yeah. dudes are sweat. Bow! Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But nobody do they do this before they pull it out. So maybe that's where it's from. Yeah, maybe. But it's not here. But it's not, it's not. But yeah. shaky hands. Like, nigga. Uh, like, if a nigga wanna, doing this, I'm I don't not afraid. Know. Like, hold up, hold up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not afraid of this. I'm not nigga, doing this. Yeah. I don't want to do it to you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it to you. 
You got to do what you do. Fuck. So that was car tire around. There was a stretch. You couldn't even go around without somebody saying the llama. The llama. I'm like, yeah. God, it was too much. I like that. I like the. I like llama. I like. They can. I, I, like, I like. I like ratchet. We used to say Thule. Remember niggas yeah. say the Thule? No, but the slang opens up. New slang opens up for for, for other bars, other right. punchlines. Mm. After a while, that's true. If there isn't any is new true. slang, it just gets repetitive. Like, Again, like the race to something new. Something new. It's what Birth Tribe called Quest. Everybody was making records kind of, they went to the jazz and started picking out of the, out of the jazz crate. Everybody was trying to get something new. You know what, mm. I would not be surprised in the next five years, niggas don't even rhyme anymore. Not, not like, mm. like the words don't rhyme no more and somebody's gonna, and it's gonna become They've a thing. They've been kind of doing that. that, that, that they already tried. Yeah, they already tried. Yeah, well, I'd be like, what the Yo, fuck I'm are you saying? Rest in peace. Prodigy was a master at that. He was a master at, I'm gonna I'm talk. And you're just gonna Prodigy rhymes was how he talked to you, right? Look here, nigga. <laughs> Prodigy, nigga. I smacked the shit, shit out, out your you, mama, nigga. nigga. <laughs> that kind of shit. Like that's how P talked to you. Shout out P, man. Bro, shout out. Rest in peace, P, man. A group. Is there a group since y'all came out that came close to resembling what Wu Tang did? There's what, been a lot of them. Like, like not, but not as not at the, like, the, the not at the, the, the height. You can't lightning ain't gonna strike twice. No, of course you know? not. And, but the thing that with us was we weren't, because Master P and them had a movement. You got to yeah. look at that too, yeah. right? Oh. Then you got to look at uh, Cash, uh, Cash Money. Money. Cash. Even Diddy when they was coming up, same yeah. shit. Right. Everybody has a but movement. I, what I'm talking about, like, let's just say even the Aesop mob where they had Rocky, Ferg, them dudes rapping, like something like that. I would like to think we, we inspired some shit like that. Yeah. But in the same vein, these little niggas is... Black people as a whole are fucking amazing, man. Yeah. We do some amazing Talk shit. About it. shit, man. Talk so, about it. Those little niggas, they nice because they nice. Hey, right. shit, of course. got shit to do. And, you know, I'm not man, saying maybe that unity thing. Yeah. We kind of push that agenda because I, I always felt like, you know, always going to be strength in numbers. And niggas always feel that way, but then it's always one little weak link in the chain or some jealous nigga that just fucks everything up and now don't nobody want to fuck with nobody no more. And people be thinking that shit about Wu-Tang. Them niggas don't fuck. We fuck with each other. Our kids kids grew up together. How did y'all avoid that? Yeah. Um, Building. That's Mm -hmm. all. That simple. Yeah. Just a bunch of phone calls all the time. Talking to niggas on, you know, there's times where Jamela hit me, Master Killer. Mm -hmm. Peace, Jamel. Yo, I just wanted to call you say I love you, Lord. You good? How the family? Everybody good and shit? Uh, all right, then. All right, then. I see you. Huh? You know? Uh-huh. And when I don't see ghosts, you got, you guys' kids are my nephews. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, blood. Like, they, his baby mother and my wife are sisters. Wow. Oh. Ghostface, his kids, same shit. They was raised around my kids, and I see them a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm. To this day, you know. So I mean, so those bonds, are, those bonds are forever. And, and it's like having family members that live in different states. You know, you want to check yeah, them out. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. And then when y'all see each other, uh, it's like y'all never look. All right. Yeah. My sees marry his. That Wu Tang But see, I like, I like, I like, I like it now because dudes ain't see. See, I like when we get a little space from each other and don't see each other for a while and shit. Because I've been on my. So I like coming around dudes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, got a little power contract coming around dudes like what's happening. Man, if, if you want to help bridge the gap between the youth and the grown, I, I, I don't want to put, like, 
extra pressure on, but you're one of the guys who's going to have to help usher that in. Well, yeah. What's the name said to Q-Tip? We, we had, when we had Q-Tip in here, he talked about having a conversation with Tyler, the creator. Mm-hmm. And Tyler told him, I need you to Put out come something out new. because yeah. I need to see what being fly at 50 looks like. Yeah, right. And you are the guy for a lot of us. How the fuck did... Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm you, you, you're unfortunate. you are the guy for so many of us, for so many of us hip-hop heads who came up at Hot Wax and Fat Beats and all them spots. When, when we want to know what the next thing looks like, you know what I'm saying? When you hit your 30s and you want to see wow. what the 40s looks I've like. I've never you heard of them. Right. Yeah. But this is it. This, this is, is the ground. This is the ground. You talk about rock this music. Is... You talk about how rock music yeah, is able go. to evolve. It's because the people who run that culture also run the industry. That's why one generation pops will have his son in there. And they know the name of the drummer. They know the name of the guitarist. We are entering now our phase where there are hip-hop grandparents, hip-hop parents, hip-hop kids. Everybody will be listening to the same album in the house. Grandma, Ma, and kid will all have the brand new Kanye West. There's, there are wow. artists who transcend those generations. Wow. And now is the time where we, late from late, from mid-30s to early 50s, we all looking to see what that's supposed to look, look like. Thank you. I never thought it would like that. Yeah. That's why the disconnect that's happened in hip-hop it's moving so fast. There's no reference point, like Max said. Mm-hmm. You are the reference point. Think about it. You've been the reference point since 91. You showed niggas how to maneuver at 20 with the hairstyle, the rap flow. Then when you hit your 30s, you were showing us. Ignorance is bliss, man. You were showing us at 40. Now, now you 50. Dog, every time power comes on on Sunday, you are trending. Every girl is posting you on the timeline. I don't be on the Twitter, though. I don't really no, no, I'm talking about on fucking Instagram. Even on the Instagram, I don't Bro, really. are, Yo. you, are you kidding me? When Yo. you danced around in your underwear, I wasn't on the gram for three days. <laughs> <laughs> There's a girl right now that wants me to get a drop for her. If I FaceTime her right now, she's going to leave her nigga. Should Yo, I wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, oh, yo, oh, shit. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a show right now. Uh huh. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 and, 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 and this guy wanted to know which record it was that you bodied him on. Oh, you gotta turn the camera oh, around. Yeah, turn it around. <laughs> What's up, my nigga? What's up, my nigga? What's happening, my nigga? <laughs> oh, no, let's get some. Yeah, he didn't know it was me at first because he seen that. Yeah. Sticky, let me start this off by saying I love you, brother. Love and light. You already know. We go way back like DJ Clue's hairline. Oh, man, he gonna call niggas. Yeah, I mean. Why? Shout out to We go even further back than that, nigga. Oh, shit. Oh, stick, you know what you know what it is, nigga. You already Let me, know what it is. Let me tell you something about Matt, right? Yeah. Yes, I, I, out of every motherfucker I ever worked with in a tie fucking planet Earth, this nigga is there from the beginning to the fucking ending. I told you. <laughs> you did the same thing yeah. when we shot the video. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. I love you, Stick. Yeah. Love so, you, bro. Listen, I'm a fucking sorceress, right? <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna Nick Cannon this shit and not answer the question. <laughs> 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 From the beginning to the end. Mm. Mm. Alright? You wanna uh-huh. know what my answer was, Stick? I was like, it probably could've yeah, happened. It probably could've happened uh-huh. and shit, but we was both trash on the worst. I'm sorry. I ain't liking even one of our verses on the worst. That's what I told him. Did I say the worst? No, hell no, you didn't say the worst. I was just picking one one that I knew of. But but you know what one I did say, though? I said, said, give it up. Get it up. I said, get it up. On the worst. It was get it up? It was get It might have been get it up, Sticky. That's the real shit. Don't take my penny away. You gotta see this shit! My nigga! Salute! What the fuck? Yo, stay! Ever! Ever! He in the zone. We going. We ain't even no soldier behind. And I've been there before too, bitch. Yeah, I already know. The worst. Yeah. Yeah. Beginning the, and that was my mom's birthday when we shot that shit. My mom's 50th birthday. Wow. Wow. You know what I mean? I went When I left the set, I went right to my mother's 50th birthday. I was late as a motherfucker, but I did that for y'all, man. Word. Facts. We did that for us. And I love you for it forever. Yes, sir. Yo, Sticky, we're going to hold you up and shit, Lord. We're going to hold you up. I'm going to call you. Yo, we're going to hit you back. I'm going to hit you after the show. Yo, I'm in Copenhagen right now, nigga. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that's what's up. My nigga. Salute. Salute. Like I said, that's why I kept it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I already know, man. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that's why I asked what was in them cups. <laughs> but here's the question. Why didn't more of y'all become CEOs? That wasn't a dream of mine at all. Um, everything, Like I said, everything was brand new for me. This wasn't my plan. You know, even the music game wasn't my plan. I was doing it to impress the guys I came up with who basically taught me how to fucking rhyme and shit. So anytime right. I wrote a rhyme, it's like, if I can impress these niggas, fuck everybody else and shit. Um, never wanted to be a CEO. That was, that was, you know, people like RZA have always had that in right. mind, you know? Um, just some people are built for that, some others aren't. Like, I always, I always looked at myself as... If there was a, if it was a mafia family, mm-hmm. I always looked at myself as a top earner. Mm-hmm. You know like what I mean? Uh, someone who the boss can trust, you know, but right. doesn't want to be in the boss's position. position. That's why the boss can trust him. You know right. what I mean? Because he's comfortable where he is. Right. So nah, that, I, so I no don't. Ma- I can't methodical speak for- records. I mean, you know, <laughs> I always felt like, and this is from seeing Puffy. I always felt like if. You can't sign to somebody who's still trying to be an artist. Mm. It's hard. They, they can't give you the time or attention that you pop, probably need and deserve I mean, unless you are your own machine, you know? This, 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 this there, there have been people that have done it. There, yeah, there, there have been people that have done it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, off the top of my head, Rick Ross yeah. and Meek. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I mean those, these are people that I'm pretty sure have a staff. 
That's how right. you do mm-hmm. it. That's how that's how you yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Right. We we it was like I said, these these motherfuckers had to come in these neighborhoods, man. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when we uh met with our first time meeting Russell Simmons, it was in uh right there, uh fucking Union Square in that area. What? At some restaurant. Yeah. Uh Broadway, 14th Street, all over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um yeah, we was fucking happy. This is the fucking Def Comedy Jam, nigga. We sitting with the Def Challenge Jam, nigga, right now, you know? Tracy Waples had brought us up in there and shit, and we was all just amazed. And I remember sitting there, and um, the question was, well, we don't want everybody. You know, we, um, we want either old dirty bastard, and there was two other people. I just know I was one of them, and I'm just sitting there. I ain't saying nothing, mm-hmm. nothing at all. But in my head, I'm like, pick me. <laughs> Pick me. Pick me. <laughs> Turns out Old Dirty had already signed with Electra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was next man in line. Wow. When y'all started getting solo deals, did that did that cause any um friction between y'all? No. I was the first well, not with me. I mean, I was the first one out the gate. Right. You know. Um I always felt like I I would get nervous when I when a new solo album dropped because I was I just wanted us to keep doing good. So we built an empire, and I saw how far we could take that shit. Plus, you know, it made me look better. That was front right. man. Front, they front, man. front man. Yeah. Look at my dudes. They they getting busy. They but getting you, money. But you was kind of a front man in the group. Like, Method Man was a single. I was the only one that wasn't really afraid of um, leaving it all out there on the stage and shit. Whether that was a good or a bad thing, I don't know. But mm-hmm. it felt right to me in that moment. So, yeah. And, and people took to it, you know? Yeah. What were you? What were you for the improvement of Ray and Ghost? Like, if you look at Protect Your Neck to yeah. where they are now, they're leagues better lyrically. They yeah. jumped so many levels. Well, there were dudes on the block that wrote every day. We got a lot of those cats still around. King Just was one of them niggas. Hey, yeah. I hope Black Fist. Hey, uh, yes, he was one of those niggas. Hey, uh, no flows on the rodeo. I remember what what put a spark on the King Just's ass. I remember he said a verse for me and Ray because. He's known as ramen niggas, and we laughed at him because he was doing an old slick Rick style where he was just taking every letter. He was like J something you, yeah, yeah. He's like niggas laughed at him. After that, just left. I think for about five or six months, came back. <laughs> nigga, yeah, it was different. He was karate out that bitch, man. Um, Ray was one of those types where he he's a get money nigga, so it wasn't always about rhymes with him. So he would take time off. Right. And in right. those times off, you know, it, it wasn't about rhyming. Just, let's <laughs> just put it that way. In those times right. off and shit, he had a lot of other problems. He had to deal with his shit. But when he picked his pen up, it's like starting over again. Mm. You're still the same person, but you're not. It's like working out again. You still got the muscle memory. Right, right, right. right, right, right you still right, got to work your way, way back, back up to heavy weight and shit, mm-hmm. you know? So, Chef, he's always been a fucking beast. I think, honestly, we all really got our. Our love for it from Cap. Cap I think Cap to this day still writes a, a fucking rhyme a day. He mm. probably got, I got about 30,000 comic books. My fucking garage is filled with these shits. Cap got rhyme books like that. That's how long this nigga been rhyming. Like, seriously. When I moved to Long Island, back from Staten Island, I had to go live with my father because I was getting into too much shit. All the rhymes I was saying was day rhymes. But niggas ain't know that shit in Long Island. Now I'm the nigga. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying all these stories, all the, these niggas shit. Cap, Ray, yeah. this nigga Blue Man, and then 
When the rhymes ran out, I had to start writing my own. That's oh. when I started getting nice. Because I had the blueprint right there. I knew all the rhymes. Mm. This was my blueprint. Wow. Right. First rhyme I wrote was with Chef. Mm. First rhyme I ever wrote in my life. So, where, where did Ghost come in? Ghost, Ghost was a beatbox. We used to call him Doug. Like Dougie Fresh. He fresh. Oh, yeah. shit. He was a beatbox at first and shit. And he was nice with the breakdance and shit. You know? My first, my first rhyme that I wrote was Chef, because... I used to be in a staircase with you. I've never seen anything. Like, we 12, 13 years old. These niggas is rhyming like professionals. I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. So my whole day would be, when I woke up, especially in the summer, go look for one of these niggas. Just hang with one of these niggas all day. And eventually, we run into some more niggas. Eventually, these niggas put, who got half? Back then, half was $2.50. None of them got $2.50. Get a ravioli bag of weed. Now mm. we need is 50 cent. Out of 50 cent, nigga. <laughs> 50 cent we go up in the staircase next thing you know a session happening now this is the ask chef ask any of them niggas that was in the staircase with it it could be two niggas up there smoking having a little session and shit two turn into three these niggas got weed too but we used to in between the roof and the sixth floor is where we used to smoke at we used to bang on the walls all that shit right mm -hmm. two would turn into three three would turn into four Forward turning five, six. Next thing you know, it's a whole fucking concert in this bitch. But it was always these rhyming ass That's niggas. Nigga. Not just random niggas coming down. No, it was always these rhyming ass niggas. Ugar would poke his head. He was another get money nigga. He was a beatbox nigga though. Uh, mm -hmm. He would poke his head in there. Okay, now we ain't got a beat on the wall no more. We got a beatbox. <laughs> niggas, yo, son, they had routines, all kind of shit. We had this nigga RZ. He was doing that shit before biz. The, the beatboxing and talking at the same time. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. But, yeah, you know, and that, that was my path. I could have been hanging with the niggas that drank beer all day and played ball. Most of them niggas are alcoholics now. No mm. teeth and shit, shit like that. You know? right. <laughs> but it was 40 ounces for them. But I hung with the rappers. I hung with the MCs, and them niggas was doing... Niggas had... I got this... When I was in Long Island, I was a fucking jock. Okay? I, like... I was out in them streets by myself from the time I was six years old. My mother had to call the cops to come get me three different times. She can attest to it. Three different times. Six-year-old, out past night. But, damn, I lost that shit again. <laughs> Yo, it was right there. I had some shit, too, right? You know what I'm saying? Long Island, you was an athlete in the streets. You was a Right. Shop. I was an athlete. Mom, it was to the point, homeless. My dad, I had no idea he was on drugs at this moment and shit. And I was homeless. I mean, I was living with one of my friends that I, because we lived in a building with three floors and everybody knew each other in here. One of my friends that lived in the building, I just started living with them. You know, and his mother was nice enough. I mean, damn, they adopted me and shit. Anyway, um, I was a good kid. I had my moral code, my comic books, all that shit. Got into the occasional fight, but I was by myself. So niggas used to try and bully me all the time. I had to stick up for myself and shit. Um, moved to Staten Island, and I'm still a kid. I still like toys. I'm 12. I still like toys and shit. These niggas, they idea hanging out, we go to park, fuck with the monkey ball, shit like that. These niggas idea standing in front of the building like this. That was it. And I'm like, okay, this is what a man is. I'm standing out here too and shit. And then niggas pass me the shit, and like I said, I used to fake like I was smoking, but I wasn't really smoking till I ran into this kid, Blunt. And he looked at me and saw me fake smoking and was like, you know how to smoke, man? 
<laughs> and before I could answer, the nigga he was like, do your hands like this. It was called Ula La Sassoon. You lock your hands like that. You put your mouth on there. Blunt going there. He blew the smoke in there. Told me breathe in. I breathed in. Ain't looked back since. Lord have mercy. Thank you, Blunt. <laughs> Thank you, Blunt. Yeah. I had a million of those. Wow. But um, like I said, moving to Staten Island, that was like, I was exposed to so much shit. So much shit. But I had lived there prior to that. You know, you know, no. I was running around crazy then, but with my friends and shit. But we wasn't doing no bad, bad shit like grown folks. This was still kid shit. Right. Did bad shit, flipping on pissy mattresses, being on roofs we ain't supposed to be on, throwing rocks at fucking people and kid shit. Kid shit. Yeah. Kid shit. Kicking Mr. Sizer in his ass. This was his old man, he was the superintendent of the place that I lived in and shit. <laughs> and he smelled like pee. Old man smelled like pee and shit. He was a fucking pervert too and shit. And he had the first nigga I ever seen that had no voice box, so he used to have that thing. Oh, you fucking shut your fucking ass up, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I moved back to Long Island and started with the sports thing, it was all sports. I hung around the jocks. That's what we did in, in Long Island. Anybody know anything about Long Island? Sports all year round. Yeah, yeah. When you're not Facts. playing football, you're playing basketball. You're not playing basketball, it's lacrosse, wrestling, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've wrestled a year, baseball, lacrosse, yeah. baseball, everything. I used to just show up to baseball just for the color day, where they had the color, uh, where all the teams come out with the t-shirts on and shit and so many different colors, whatever. Mm -hmm. Get to Staten Island and these is niggas my age, but they doing grown folk shit. And I was amazed at it. Like, y'all shouldn't be doing this. Y'all should not be able to rhyme like this at this age. Y'all niggas is babies. Mm -hmm. And this continued on for years. They sparked it in me, man. It was like, yeah, after that point and shit, that's when my moms had real problems. Like, nigga, yeah. you ain't going to school and you coming in this motherfucker high? Nah, something. Oh, I got a story. This is it right here. This is my last story, though. Hated going to school, I'm smoking weed all day, everything and shit. And this is like my first year coming to live with my mother. Cause my sisters left Long Island before I did. Like I said, damn near homeless. I'm living with, you know what I mean? Yeah. My mother got back on her feet, brought my sisters out there. So I'm sitting here, <sighs> finally get to Staten Island. And I lost it again, son of a bitch. See that? I done lost it. Where was I at with it? Yeah. Your mother brought your sisters out. She got back yeah. on her feet. Right. But why did I want to fuck up bring that up? You said this story, this yeah. your last. You had moved back again. Talking about being a child. Right. Your mom's like, you're not going to school and you coming smoking in high. Okay, yeah, here right. we go. All right, so this is her apartment. Sorry about that, y'all. Weed and shit, it happened. Ginkgo, so we in the apartment. And I, I'm, like I'm saying, I'm trying to figure out all different kind of ways that I can't go to school, but she always get me every time, get up. I ain't leaving this house, you gotta leave this house before I do. Cause she knew if she left, I'm going right back to sleep. So I just have to get up and leave and shit. I used to go to homeboy house, smoke weed all day, go to sleep in his crib. One day I just ain't feel for it. She woke me up and shit. So we had like this closet. A lot of black homes have them, but they won't admit it. Dirty clothes closet. Yeah. Okay. We had the dirty clothes closet. Nigga, we talking about bags piled bags piled up, son. Clothes. Nobody wear these shits anymore, just clothes. Right. Yeah. My nigga, I go up in this closet and pile the bags up on top of me. <laughs> this is a mother's intuition, cause my mom like never goes in this fucking closet, closet. nigga. <laughs> ever. But today <laughs> she felt my knee. First she jumped. Oh my God. She's like, shotgun! Get your ass the fuck up out of here. Get, you going to school. Get the fuck up out of here. Yeah. 
crazy, bro. Crazy, man. I tried to hide in a dirty clothes closet, nigga. You know what I'm talking about? And I was getting some good Z's up in there, too, man. She went right up in that bitch. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Even when you was doing all the acting, and you said you was in your low point. Did the acting help you get out of your low nah, point? Or it made no. it worse? Hell no, I was still trying to smoke while I was acting and all that shit. And then it was like I was overacting. I was green in a lot of shit I was doing. I did not like my performances, so I wouldn't watch it. How high is what really opened me up because um, that was just me being me. Yeah. So I was having fun with that shit, but I can't I could I couldn't watch that shit at first because I was scared. Shit, like I don't like the way I look. Mm. I don't like that shit. Yeah. But then it just it just took it just caught on for me because I seen people like Mos Def kill it, but he mm. which I at this point I had no idea that he had trained. Uh mm. Common. Common. This is way before Common was killing it anyway, but Mark Wahlberg, I'm looking like the fuck, man. LL And then Will was it for me. I seen when I seen LL, his first role that I ever seen, I'm a big LL fan. His first role I ever seen him in was a movie called The Hard Way with James Woods. And Michael, and Michael J. J. Fox. Fox. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he was a cop. And I thought that shit was so fucking Funny. cool. Because he still had the Kago on, nigga. <laughs> he still had the Kago <laughs> on as a cop. Word. Uh, yeah, and, and I was like, them niggas, man, it's like they take that shit serious. And Pop, it was like, even with Pop, to a certain extent, right, he killed Juice. But yeah. after that, you could tell that Pop, with the exception of maybe uh, Poetic Justice, because John Singleton, who I've worked with, just brings something out yeah. of him. But Pac's work after that was, in no disrespect to his legacy, but lackluster at best. He wasn't there. He wasn't present in okay. certain movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even in Above the Rim, where he should have been in his element, I didn't feel like he gave the performance that I wanted from Tupac, right. especially after seeing Juice. And, and maybe my ignorance, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The movie's still good, but I thought Tupac didn't... I wanted him to be the star of the movie. And right. he wasn't. Right. In my eyes. That's debatable. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not it mad. Depending I'm on not... how you look at it. Because he, like I said. Gridlock. 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 Which is another thing. There was moments in there where it was like, this nigga brilliant. Then there was moments where it was like, he probably showed up to set late that day. Mm. And just ain't feeling it. These things happen. Yeah. But this, this is only things that you notice. And, well, people are noticing anyway. I wasn't even trained then, and I wasn't even thinking about acting then, but it was like I could see it. Right. It was like, that, 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 that don't feel right. This just yeah. don't feel right to me. Had you yeah. met him by then? No. Hell no. But then no, you just, just using your eye. Yeah, it just didn't feel right. Like, this don't feel like pop right now. Like, we, we talk about that in MC circles. We, when, when your name comes up, we had a big discussion with a bunch of writers, and I remember one of the main topics was who's never been sunned on a guest feature, on like a feature. <laughs> like who's yeah. never been, who's who's never been son? And your name, you it was you, on Luda. Records they heard. It was yeah. you, Luda. Yeah. You've never been son. And then the conversation came around to the only person who's ever got the better of meth on a feature is Red. Red mm. Red's the only person mm. who's ever rhymed next to meth and like got edged them out. And that's because me and Decade did a lot of records together. Because mm. Rebel, if Rebel had the the look that a lot of us had gotten in the beginning. There's no reason why he, yeah. as opposed to being, and not saying taking this a slight against MC Ren, I'm saying like MC Ren was known as a lyricist in NWA, but he was never as big as Easy, never as big as Ice Cube. Right, mm. right, right, right. Lyricist. Off top, we know how raw that nigga is, but you got Ray, Ghost, Jizza, Rizza, 
Mm -hmm. Right. He just got lost in the shuffle. If he would have got on some of those big records with some of these other artists, but we had a strict, uh, we had a strict um, outlook on things. We're not going to lend any of this money out to other people. Some people listened, others didn't. Myself included. I went and did the what with Biggie. I yeah. snuck and did that shit. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I went and did uh, How High with Red Man. I was supposed to get another single off of my album, which I didn't get because I did the How High record. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And um, but I mean that shit went platinum on the on the soundtrack. So. Did, what, did you record the what in the studio with Biggie? Yeah, Tracy came and picked me up from my crib, sixty six Benjamin, sixty six Benjamin Drive. Don't harass the people that live there now. <laughs> she came and picked me up from my crib, drove me over there and shit, and, and it was um. I can't remember where the fucking studio was and shit, but I remember it was had couches and shit in there. Easy Mo B was there, Puffy was there. There was a little dining table where you could eat at, and Big was there. And we both sat there and wrote our rhymes. And there was a lot of snapping going on. Big used to snap on Puff all the fucking time. Really? Yeah. All the time. But Big snapped on everybody. You know what I mean? Lil C's used to get it, too. Yeah. He'll tell you, though. He'll tell you, yeah. though. Them niggas had jokes, man. Funny, funny, funny niggas. And while we was in there, we wrote the verses down and shit, spit our shit. So Puffy Biggie wrote it down? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, me and Puffy played a little torture and shit, then Tracy took me home. And I was like, man, when niggas hear this, I had all, like, man, when niggas hear this shit, oh, it's I'm, gonna not, I'm not going to let you speed through that, man. I'm not going to let you speed through that. <laughs> not going to let you speed through that. Because you, you guys went back and forth. Yeah. When you were hearing, okay, I, because the what is a testimony of what are you talking about? You were jotting. That record is like. I get it. I get the, the, the process, well, by the time I got there, Biggie's verse was written, and he told me that he wanted to end it with, you can't mess with M-E, and I was supposed to go T-H-O after M-E, mm -hmm. but I overlapped him because it didn't fall on beat doing it that way. Right. That's where the T-H-O-D, man, here I am, I'll be damned at this ace and shit. And I wrote that shit. That shit was quick as fucking. Who was I biting then? Who flow up? Nas. <laughs> Nas. Nah. That's biting Nas flow. I'll be damned if this ain't some shit. Time to spread the butter the lyrics over harmony bridge. And it was like that, just that trap. I be legit broken up into my own shit because it's, you know, coming where you rest at. Surrender. Step inside the ring, you the number one contender. Looking cold booty like your pussy in December. Nigga, stop snitching. Button up your lipping. For method, all you're getting is a can of ass whipping. Hey, I'll be kicking. kicking. You, son, you're doing all the rapping. Acting as if it can't happen. Your front and got me mad enough to touch something. Who wrote? I got that from MOP. Acting as if it can't happen. happen. Yeah. Fame was like, I'll make it happen. I love them niggas from day one. How about yeah. some hardcore? Yeah. I was like, them yeah, niggas like is scary. Wait, who, who wrote? Yeah. Who wrote? I got more Glocks in texting you. I make it hot, niggas. So he asked you to say to that part. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's how he wrote, though. And I, I believe he wrote a lot of Junior Mafia's rhymes. Probably wrote some of Kim's shits. But Kim is a writer herself, though. Don't, right. don't, don't sleep on Kim. Right. But yeah, he wrote that. He had me say that part. How you feel about ghostwriting? I don't give a fuck. My man. Thank you. I mean, I don't give a fuck. But when you want to talk about top five MCs, you can't. You already yeah. eliminate yourself. Thank you. <laughs> You, you really eliminate yourself. Thank there you. But you now, do. you know, with these top fives and shit, it's like motherfuckers is, they, it's, it's like they're, they're, Trump, they're trying to trump niggas with, if it's MCs, rapper, different. I get that. But if you got MCs, you're going off lyrical content. I don't give a fuck how many records this motherfucker sold 
or how many fucking or how what his influence was on the fucking uh, fashion industry and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? You know certain niggas when they when you hear their verses, you pay attention, attention, right? Because you know this nigga about to say some shit, right? Facts. For real. That's the whole Griselda. As soon as I have Griselda record, I'm like, okay, I'm playing things. Yeah. And you sit up real fast. And whoever they, whoever they got on the fucking record, 38 Special, right. Shooter, you know what I mean? Right. All them niggas. Right. Flea Lord. You know what I'm talking about? Rock Marcy, Rock, et cetera, et cetera. Rock, Rock is a genius, whether people know it or not. Look, you want to talk about, niggas be talking about underrated and all that shit. Matter of fact, no, 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 I'm not underrated. I, I've made my bones and there's people out there that fuck. Rock Marciano under fucking rated. Yeah. Like a real. motherfucker, man. It be like, it be niggas like that that I want to see hit big and be like, you know, running the fucking culture. Like, niggas, follow that shit. Mm. His production is. Andy from Hempstead. This production is mm. you should what what's what what are we what is it gonna take to get a Method Man album with specific people? Like specific production. Now it's just more or less like I just gotta be comfortable. You and Rock Marcy would come up with something. He sent me some shits. What the fuck are you waiting for? I had to work on the Havoc, me and Havoc shit. I gotta finish it up. I'll be quiet. There you go. That's I'll be it. quiet. You doing an album with Havoc? Yes. I mean can, we've been working on it since late. the pandemic. We've been working on this since the pandemic and Havoc, you know, me with Tour Days, Havoc Tour Days to Power shit and all that shit and then having to sit back on our hands for so long. I love it because it gave us a lot of time to work on more records and tighten shit up. So that's coming. But yeah, I'm going to get to Rock. I'm going to get to Rock. I got his math in my phone. Him, Flea, uh, Stove God. Rockwaller. Rockwaller. Well, me and Rockwaller. Speaking of Rockwaller, me and Rockwaller have a little EP we're trying to do right now, but I've been pushing it back because I want to make it an LP. And it's um, all my favorite joints from back in the day. I got, right now, it's uh, still number one, KRS-One. That beat. Um, Latifah's had it up to here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. MC Light. Um, Light as a rock? No. Uh, um, Stop, Look, Listen. Look, Listen. listen. Mm-hmm. Stop, Look, that was Listen. My second guess. Um, Ego Tripping. Mm-hmm. Ultra mm-hmm. Mag. Gotta pay fucking homage to my niggas. They put us on big time. Right. Um, the Joint, EPMD, but that's, you know, that, that's a little bit more recent. Um, I'm trying to, I'm, uh, I'm not going to say it on camera, fuck that, no. Because I ain't do those yet. I'm going to wait till I do them. And anybody trying to come with that idea, Fab did something like that. Mm. And when I heard that, I was like, this, there was, there was, and still to this day, but there was a moment where it was like, who is this fabulous? Because I remember from the little Mo days and all that shit, but who this new nigga? Nigga, yeah. Like this nigga did a fucking, the soul tapes and all yeah. that. Who's this nigga? Funeral fat. Salute. Funeral, Salute. Funeral, Salute. Fat. Oh, Funeral nigga. fat. Funeral fat. Funeral fat. Come yeah. on. Who, I remember, I drove, what? I drove yeah, to Atlanta fat. just playing that whole DJ drama first funeral fab joint. Yeah. I was like, we didn't play nothing else. Who lit a fire under his ass? And I felt that same way about Sean P. When it, I didn't even know that was rock. I, I mean, I didn't, even, I didn't know that was rock. Rock, yeah. I had no oh, idea that was rocking all of a sudden. Like, this Sean P nigga is nice. <laughs> Yo, rest in, rest in peace to Sean Price. What? So when I seen him, and this is when I was having my block and all that shit and what really, I seen him and shit, and I was like, Yo, I've been listening. Yo, you've been on a fucking tear, man. What, like, what made you, what made your pen turn around like that? You know him and shit. It's like nothing. And he's like, nigga, I'm better than these niggas. And that was it. End the conversation. I was like, say less. Accurate. Say less. Say that's less. It. Accurate. That's say it. less. That's it. Story of my motherfucking life. Wow. Fuck it. Be better than these niggas. That's it. That's how I took it. I just want to know how 50 Cent convinced you to be a lawyer. Well, it wasn't 50. It wasn't? I mean, he was instrumental. And, yeah, you know, yeah. it was probably his idea to even give me the look or whatever, him and Courtney or whatever. But yeah. at the end of the day, 
it was my decision to audition, Free Will. Mm. Um, and the fact that they hired me meant that they trust my decisions that I made right. in that audition and they trust me with the part. Or they wanted to challenge me to see what I could do with it. And I was, not gonna, I was not gonna squander that at all. Mm. I don't care if it was a, a low budget movie. I'm not gonna, at this point in moment, every time you see me on a camera and they say action, that's exactly what's gonna happen. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. I know what I'm there for. It's all like, right. and I hate, this, I hate this expression, knowing the assignment, but yeah. You knew this. Yeah. Well, yo, you, can you do me a solid though? Okay. Um, and then in the next season coming, I know it's about to get crazy. Um, just send me a text if you're going to have your cheeks out again in the episode, I know. bro. Warn me ahead of time. Even if I was. If you're going to have your cheeks out. I think I, think I made my quota. I think I made my you quota. Sound, nah, the, the, the way these girls are going <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, like, Courtney going to write you back in it again. Niggas got to put the phone down for a couple of days when you do that The timeline was disrespectful, bro. Like, I didn't go back until Wednesday. I can imagine this shit. I got a text like, yo, this nigga meth in a banana hammock all over my timeline. <laughs> like, no, no, never meet your heroes. Not this way. No, this is not what I signed up and for. And it was across all platforms: Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat. See, and, yeah. and me, I'm so far gone. Ugh. When I look at it, I, I, I see Davis McLean. I do not see me. Yeah, right. well, that's mm. what's up. That's what's up. Banana hammocks. <laughs> but every now and then we get a little piece of meth. Yeah, I have like to. Chick I, walking around. Well, I mean, for me, <laughs> it's yeah. for me, it's it's. It's translating the words on the paper, but actually being just being like it, that's what I would do in a normal moment. Right. Do that on camera, motherfucker. <laughs> what the fuck? You ever see niggas that they 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 do a movie? Like in the hood, there's like they hood movie shit, and you get the like these niggas is gangsters for real. But mm -hmm. when the camera come on, they're like, it's, it's weird. Act, it's like it's, they don't yeah. act like they act. Yeah, you're right, like, right. And this is, but I'm like, nigga, this is why they hide so your you ass. Because you, you know really, I mean? do, yeah, because yeah, right. you really do this. So right. just really do this. They want the authenticity. <laughs> right now, this may be. I want everybody to check this out after this. But this might just be my um, me thinking too hard about shit. But there's a scene in Godfather Two where. Uh, Kate is telling Michael she aborted his son and she meant to do it and da da da, and he hauls off and smacks her. Yeah. Look at her face that. afterwards. I don't think that yeah, was supposed was to be yeah. in the scene. Yeah. I think he smacked the, the shit, shit out of her, her. Mm -hmm. on some real shit to get a real reaction out of her first and foremost, but also just, you know, and this is the shit that, not to be smacked on camera, but this is the shit that I like about acting because somebody will turn up on you. And you got the way you, like, not even following follow suit. suit, you got to have a real moment yeah, yeah. in that fucking moment. If you don't, you blow it. Yeah. You'll blow it. Right. You'll blow it. Django, I was just about to say that, where he cut his hand. He cut his hand. Yeah. And he's sitting there and bleeding. And the blood. But, but, but see, that was an accident, yeah. right? right? And the smearing the blood shit, this is him staying in the moment. Yeah. But take... That scene in New Jack City where Wesley Snipes takes the girl, throws her, and pours the fucking champagne. Yeah. All right, now watch. Where there was a, yeah. All right. Mario Van Peebles, who does the Hulu series, he told us this. He said, he, the girl that was playing the part, fabulous actress, by the way, said that she, maybe she was nervous. Who knows? He said that he hates soap opera acting, and she was giving him soap opera acting. Mm -hmm. So he, taught, he pulls Wesley to the side, and he says, Wesley. I need you to really, I need a real reaction out of her. 
can you do something for me? What you seen on that camera, that was Wesley getting a real reaction out that woman. Now, when y'all watch that scene, y'all gonna watch that shit totally different. Different. Cancel that bitch. But the director buy another one. got what he wanted right. in that scene. He didn't tell her shit. Mm -hmm. He told Wesley. And Wesley knew this. Did his one, two, one. Can you see yourself directing one day? I like it, but they the first ones there, last ones to leave. I'm good. When they say rap, you should do that already. Nah, he went on. You do that already. Nah, nah, but uh -huh. I like those spaces. I like being there. Right. Shit. Yo. Um, but not because you are, but yeah, no, I, I had a moment on yeah. Oz. Ooh. And I'm still green. And my opening scene, I'm in here with Lord Jamar, brand new beans. I'm supposed right. to get up, something like get up, out to stab him, simple enough. We in a visiting room and uh mums. Poet. Mom's a schema, rest in peace. I'm, I'm there to visit him. This is my introduction to the show. I'm there to visit him, but the visit is really a hit on Lord Jamal. Right. So we sitting at the table. Same calls for him, we talking. He's like, he gave me a nod. I reach under the table, grab the shank, it's taped under the table, stand up, walk over to Lord Jamal, stab him. Stab the nigga. I'm thinking I'm killing this shit. Simple enough. Do it a couple of more times. Steve Bushimi comes to me, he says, slow down. I don't know exactly what he means, but I'm thinking he's saying I'm getting up too fast, maybe stabbing too fast. So the next time I did it, I kind of slowed it down a little bit. He came to me. He was like, Steve, oh, by the way, Steve Bushimi directed this shit. The Nucky, Nucky Thompson. Nucky Thompson from yeah. Bulwark Empire. So he comes to me, he's like, look, this is a visiting room, right? This is your first time in here. You wouldn't be able to pull that shank from under that table that fast because you would not know where it was. Mm -hmm. Take your time. Mm. Got it. Action. <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. Did Steve come say anything to me? No. No. What he did was he went to the prop guy. He said, when you tape it under there, move it. Put it someplace else. Mm. Didn't tell me, though. Yeah. Action. Got the reaction he wanted. Got what he wanted, right? And that's why I love this shit because yes, we're we're grown people up there playing pretend, but the nuances of it and the and the just you know something that sparks a thought. Like if, for me, it feels like that first time being in that staircase, seeing kids my age do mm. grown up shit. Yeah, it's awesome. You know what one of his dream roles is? We spoke about it before, Bishop. Bishop. Yeah. Kevin Feige. Or that, but that, you know. No, no, not, Ke we put it in the air. Kevin Feige. I've been but not it in even the air. a dream role. It's like, y'all don't have many black characters, well, you probably now, but y'all don't have many black characters to choose from in the Marvel Universe. Let's change that. Now, I did, honestly, if there's still a slot, I would love to play a character in the MCU, but honestly, and I got this I from Idris. When I asked Idris, I said, um, I heard you were going to play Bond. He was like, no, man. It's like, if anything, we can create our own characters. Hmm. I would like you, I would dig Bishop, though. Yeah. Him as Bishop, Bishop in the MCU, especially with the multiverse. They turn out the X-Men the right way. That well, yeah. Dope. Well, I mean, we've seen them turn genders different as far as MCU characters. Right. We've seen them change their race, things mm -hmm. of that nature. I say just leave it the way it was, yeah. because this is what it is, and create new, new characters, characters, and they have been. 
they have been. I mean, the X-Men were who the X-Men were, but what if uh, Nightcrawler never joined Storm? Because the X-Men weren't, none of them were X-Men at first. Yeah. But they took and let all these people join in it. And the X-Men is basically a, um, a correlation between uh, Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm X, X and, and Martin Luther, Martin Luther King. 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 Yeah. You know, you got Professor X. Rest in peace, Stanley. Magneto. Magneto. Yeah, yeah. All I'm yeah. waiting for is when they, when you pull up with the picture with the M on your eye. Well, I could do that when I come back on the show. I got an actual cosplay costume. Oh. Bishop. I, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. I saw you with the joint. I couldn't really fit, fit, fit it. Now I could fit, fit. But you got yeah. the build. You got the you build. Got the build. You got the build. Like, like, yeah. But I wouldn't. I, but honestly, like whoever they pick for that role, I will applaud it because I'm pretty sure that they trust them. Right. To do it. Um, right now, um, a lot of people are pining for the guy that play on Snowfall. Uh, the the uncle. He's great. He's dude. He's dope too. Amir. Mm. Oh, no, not Amir. It's uh, what's his name? No. He is he's he's dope though. I love mm. I love I love him on that show. Yeah. And honestly, if I didn't Meth get dope. it, I would love I would love but, to see him. But on. nah, Meth. Yeah. Bro. Meth as Bishop. Yeah. But that's why I put it out there. I put it in the universe like that. So if somebody do get it, this shit, the Twitter Twitterverse. Listen, fuck Kevin up. Feige. <laughs> I mean, shit. whoever runs with it. Kevin ain't watching. Kevin is not watching. He watching, nigga. I, 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 I would on Kevin. Oh, one of his goonies is watching. Kevin don't even read the comments what, what, on his what, IG. Deathlock. I've Death been Lock there. Was, um, <laughs> Deathlock is, is DC. Yeah. Is DC. Okay. No, Deathlock is... Um, DC. No, he's not. He's not? Deathlock is... Um, he's Marvel. Marvel. Wait yeah. a minute. Aha. 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 No, no, no. I'm thinking of Deathstroke. No, Deathlock. Deathlock. He's like part man, part machine, and he's black. No, yeah, I'm and he's black. I'm black. There's another one. You know, and, and shout out to DC too, because DC, DC is cooking. They're, they're, they're coming up. They're coming up. They're coming up real fast. But like I said, I would love to see something original, uh, something that can create a character as iconic as a Superman, but for people like us. I love this world. Right? We had Action Jackson, though. Talk about it. <laughs> Carl Weathers. Facts. Carl Superman. That, that was our Carl Superman Weathers. right there. Right. Carl Weathers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got to show yeah. us what it looked Action like, man. Action Jackson. You right. Yo, it's late, nigga. Yeah. It's like, we got to right, All right, all right, all right, all right. Yes. I got one the last yes, sir. question. Yes, sir. Last question. Um, your body in it on power. Thank you, yeah. brother. We are all amazed. Appreciate it. Levels. Is Ghost still alive? 